nickname my daughter after Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> that was the only quote throughout the whole entire saga that Bella showed some type of character. <laughs> that was literally like just one little snippet of her character, which was nothing. But I mean, it just showed because her Because her daughter was named after the Loch Ness Monster. Nessie. Nessie. So cute. No, it's <laughs> not. <Ugh. laughs> hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Backtrack. I'm your host, Carl Norton, and today we are joined by Ashley, the uh, uh, immortal child of the, tw- <laughs> <that's gross. laughs> the world. Before, I'd be really, really, really like proud of that, but um, now that we're older and more mature... You've woken up. I'm disgusted. <laughs> today we are covering the Twilight Saga's epic conclusion, the two-part extravaganza, the climax, if you will. Get it? Because this one, this, these movies are so horny of the Twilight series. <laughs> I didn't put two and two together. Is the now. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part One? In order to do this, we have we're going to need excessive amounts of alcohol to get through it, and I'm totally prepared because we've done it three times before, and this one was just the icing on the cake. To I'm be just, honest with you, I'm over here double fisting. So, <laughs> so yeah, what we do here, we've done the other three movies before. And uh, we're here to talk about it. We're going to you know, go through the story and all that jazz. So if you'd like Twilight and you'd like us you know, just dissecting it and you know, just going through the whole thing, check out the back catalog of the episodes. Or you if know? you don't like Twilight. Even if you don't like, because I, I mean, it might, you might become a fan. You know, let's be honest. Like, you it, might be. It, it, you may or may not be convinced that they're the worst movies you've ever seen. Are you a fan? I, I got really close. They <laughs> almost. almost. They almost got me. Damn. At the very end, they pulled the like they did the most Twilight thing and pulled. They're like, you know what? We're gonna give you something cool, and we're just gonna pull the rug out right from under you and be like, no, this shit sucks. Just kidding, always and forever. Cool. <laughs> <sighs> so Ashley, take me back, because part one of the you can't release in two parts. Part one is gonna be ten years old this year, November. Do you feel old yet? Yeah, you just made me feel really old. <laughs> Thanks. So. It's the finale of the series. Is this an was this an epic conclusion? To because like for me, I remember there being a bunch of drama around these last two movies, in terms of like the breaking the bed scene because we were like going into high school type thing. It was like uh-huh. we're coming like their age almost in the movies. Yeah. So that's it was always true. it was it was like controversial to say at least like with parents like should we should we not like show them this, these adult, quote unquote adult virgin vampire sex stuff that he's gonna break the bed and i remember that being talks yeah but that's all i remember um my mom was pretty open about all that stuff so it wasn't like a big thing but i do understand what you're talking about um <clears throat> yeah considering that these kids were only uh what 18 graduated 18 from high and school. 100 and whatever years old <laughs> <laughs> but, but, let's not forget that okay that's a very strong uh, point right there but um no i honestly don't remember there being a lot of controversy in terms of my family um but yeah it was a bit problems problemsome problemsome what about with your friends like when you when because these are coming out you're in high school at this point are you like is it like oh my I, gosh it's, we're at the finale like are you excited at this point or is the magic kind of wearing off um i think we're very excited especially going into this movie because um oh wait no that happens at the end i'm getting all of them mixed up no i think we were all very excited because we we're like oh shit there's so much that's gonna happen that they had to split it into two but um no I, it could have been done in one so were you after seeing it like the first time even after the first time you're like what i think i think after i saw the first movie i definitely remember leaving the uh 
leaving the movie theater after Breaking Dawn Part One and being like, they really spent a whole fucking movie on that. Oh, that's about, that's how I felt. Like a waste of time. Yeah, I felt like I wasted my time, and I was like, I felt like all of Part One could have been done very. Um, like the first act. Yeah. And in the final movie, honestly. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I remember leaving not satisfied at all. I was just like, what the fuck? Okay. All right. Well, I guess we got to wait till a second. Another year. Happens. But I felt like that with um, uh, the last Hunger Game movies, too. Mm, they spin them up, too. Yeah. The part one, I remember feeling like so unfulfilled. Like, okay, I'm not even really excited for the second one. I feel like they could have done both together. That's the problem when you divide a book in two or even three because, like, you're missing the actual climax and like the conclusion of the book. Mm-hmm. So you're left being like, what, what are we waiting for? Like we're not getting anything. Same thing with the Hobbit. Same thing with the, even the last Harry Potter movies, uh-huh. the last, the first, the deathly Hallows part one, I feel like is the most boring one because we're just getting to the, like we almost get to the battle stuff, but then we don't. Yeah. So you're like, Oh, we got another two hours and you're like, can you like can we, you guys just come on? Like, it's it's different it. for a TV show, right? If it was a TV show, it'd be different because you're like, oh, building the episodes, you know. Yeah. But when it's a movie, you're going, you have like a beginning, middle, end, and it still isn't. It's still the middle. It's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I think that there's an inherent problem with that in terms of splitting books up, and they only did it for money because Harry Potter did it. Yeah. And it didn't obviously didn't work for Twilight. It didn't work at all. <laughs> I, I just yeah I remember leaving completely like just oh. All right, we waited all this time for that. Okay, well, I guess we got to wait another year and a half for the next part. So, yeah, I remember le- leaving not very happy with part one at all. But the conclusion, you guys, did you guys, like, midnight premiere, everything for, the, like, the part two, the epic conclusion of the Twilight Saga? Like, we were like, oh, my gosh, it's the final, it's the war. We've all been building up to this. Um, Honestly, I don't remember. Um, I remember everyone was hyped up. Everyone was really excited, like, oh, shit, you know, super excited. But I honestly don't remember i i don't so that it's it just have, that bland you're like yeah uh, it must have not been a big thing because i i like i said i was just really let down by the first movie that i was just like uh okay like kind of like let's just get it over with because twilight's in an interesting place in current times because it's kind of become a meme yeah like because everyone kind of like you know makes fun of like oh haha ha. it's like the star wars prequels like yeah. everyone kind of makes fun of those there's definitely a lot of tiktoks making fun of bell's <laughs> acting <laughs> <laughs> exactly so it's kind of it's kind of in a weird spot to like go back and watch them again. Yeah. Especially for me because I've never seen them. I thought Breaking Dawn Part 1 was the strongest. I mean, we're, we, it's not a high bar, right? <laughs> but I thought strong. it was the strongest one of all of them. Especially the way it ends. Like, the ending got me the most hyped with her, like, we're going to get into spoilers, obviously, but her, like, her eyes are closing. And she's, like, quote unquote, dead. And then she slowly, her, her eyes open up and they're red eyes. And then it ends. I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. Okay, so that brings up an interesting point. Okay, yeah. No, I remember that part happening. And then, like you said, her eyes closing. And we're like, okay, we think she's alive, but we just need confirmation. And then, boom, she opens her eyes. And I do remember everyone being like, oh, shit. And I remember thinking that, too. But at the same time, I remember feeling like, this was, oh, okay. You still wasted a whole movie on this. I feel like, okay. All right, whatever. But, yeah, I remember leading into the second movie, everyone was excited. They're like, oh, shit, she's finally a vampire, and we only get Bella as a vampire for one movie. Yeah, and it's kind of building up to that. I think after seeing it all, and me being critical now, kind of talking about it, and obviously we broke it down movie by movie, I think this could have been, and I'm saying this, this could have been a good trilogy. But because it's five movies, and every single movie is terrible, 
Like they could have done like there could have been some rewrites. There could have if some you had somebody competent writing this. I mean, maybe I mean, who knows? Maybe the book is as terrible, right? But maybe it's not. Maybe it actually is kind of like oh, more understandable, believable. Yeah, better actors, better writing. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually obviously asking for the whole project. You to be want the redone. whole thing redone? But you could have made this a good trilogy because I think five and even four is kind of too much. Like, you could have cut some stuff. You could have reorganized this thing of her like dying in the second one because of. I mean, even by the end of the second one of these ones, New Moon, the Volteri are like established as a threat mm-hmm. and then we get a whole third movie of just kind of like it was the best one but like nothing it's kind of just happened. a bland like oh revenge thing yeah which you didn't really need yeah there's a lot of things i felt like you didn't need or the, it could have been done in half the movie and you know if you're pulling two hour movies i mean there's a lot of things that could have happened within 30 minutes that would have made each movie so say you did three made them way more interesting like the whole second movie of bella just being depressed that was literally that was like what that whole movie was about yeah just bella being depressed and trying to and setting up volteri and whatever for future conflicts yeah Yeah. i think yeah they really could have had something actually unique and kind of going back like oh no that was actually good you know like especially if they had started it like let's say the first movie is basically one through three put together right Mm -hmm. of her trying to like discovering the world of vampires and werewolves and her being split between two of them choosing one and ending it with like him proposing and her being like wait what because like, she wants to become she wants to choose one of those lifestyles ending with her be, being proposed she accepts it but then there's still drama with the werewolves and stuff and after she gets married it causes conflict with the werewolves and they have the war with the werewolves but behind the scenes the volteri like you can't marry a uh, a mortal and then they're they're plotting shut and then the final book is like the epic conflict with the volteri uh-huh and and then also with the flag, let's say that she gets pregnant, and let's say they were gonna have all that stuff. Yeah, and that'd been way more interesting through line, and you can establish things from this movie that were not established at all <laughs> from these last two in the first one, and like had slowly built seeds up to see why she acts certain ways in this one that she, it does not reflect actual Bella. I mean, she doesn't have a character really in the other ones, but <laughs> it doesn't make the, her choices in this one don't really make sense from where she came from. I feel like you just totally rewrote the whole thing in the way it should have been written <laughs> originally. Thank you for that. <laughs> just in her mind's eye, this is how it should be. We're going to pretend this is how it ended. But I, I don't know. I thought that would be way more intriguing and like interesting. Like it, they have, they need to shorten it. They need to tighten it up. You know? They definitely could have, but I mean, money's, you know, money does the talking. And I felt like if they did these, if they did this twilight series now, they definitely, I don't think they would definitely, they wouldn't have, um, they don't make as much money compared to back then because uh, I feel like now we're a little bit smarter, a little, little more woke. We're a little more woke now. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the stuff wouldn't fly. I feel like I'm a little disappointed in the like adults that were our age now back then that they weren't like, um, honey, this is a little toxic. This is not okay. This is not how relationships should work. Like, where were those adults? I don't remember those adults being there. No. Our, I mean, our, my mom was taking they, me to go see these here's, movies. Here's the thing. They weren't parents yet. <laughs> and after seeing this movie, they're like, oh, this is not how relationships are supposed to be. We need to teach we, the youth. <laughs> I mean, I'm, thanks, mom. No. <laughs> the first one, I, I think after all said and done, I think Breaking Dawn Part 1 is my favorite. After it's all said and done. It definitely has the most action, for sure. Breaking Dawn Part 2 would have been my favorite until the cop-out ending that they do <laughs> and just the the letdown i had is t- just it's un- like you, you had to be there to see me less like oh oh sh- i didn't see this coming you know like i was actually like oh my gosh 
Twilight taking risks. Oh my gosh. Here we go. And it mounts to nothing. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's <sighs> how everyone felt. That's totally how everyone felt. Because I remember watching it. Because my mom and sister had seen it before I did. And I don't even remember why they went to go see it before I did. But all I know is I felt betrayed. And Really? So, yeah, I felt betrayed. They, I don't remember why. But for some reason, they went to go see it together before I could go see it with them. So I remember that we went to go see it a second time. And um, I was it was my first time, and I remember seeing that part, and I just like my heart when Carl when they um took Carlisle's head off or they beheaded him. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, no big deal. There's a smarter way to say that. Uh, when they beheaded Carl or Carlisle, um, I remember like my heart literally just falling out of my ass, like my heart, like my heart totally dropped, and I was like, "Are you serious?" Because back then Carlisle was such, um, he was so loved by the viewers. Because everyone viewed him like he's so awesome. He's the paragon, yeah. Yeah, and he's you know he's such a good dad, and you know everyone really loved Carlisle, and so for that for that scene to happen for him to be like the first one supposedly to die, um, yeah, I was totally de- I was so devastated. Like I I think I started crying. Like I genuinely started tearing up, and then just having to watch through all of that, watch Jasper die, and then like you know everyone else that was important die. Like my heart, like just. Like when Jon Snow died, my heart just Spo- like spoiler alert. Jeez. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, honestly, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones by now, you suck and you need to reevaluate your life. Um, <laughs> it's ironic because I I just finished. You just watched it. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> but that's how I felt. Like I remember watching that whole scene and just my heart completely just dropped, and like I was crying, and then for it to switch to it being alice's vision i was like oh, oh. i remember so so you didn't feel like it was like oh re- you didn't feel relieved like oh thank god it was just like no i felt relieved oh okay because i felt like what, what bullshit is this like what cop out is this like you're gonna have the final battle but not have the final but it's battle? not game of thrones it's 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 a teenage ro- not even a rom-com romantic toxic movie and for them to like have that type of ending no, that wouldn't fly with the viewers. The viewers, I feel like the viewers would have been really pissed, and would've... I'm pissed and went the opposite way, be- <laughs> well, you... because I, I, it doesn't need to be Game of Thrones. Not all stories need to be like, oh, everyone's dying. You don't know who's saved, who's not, right? But this was the first time in Twilight where they actually had like stakes and actually felt like the things that they did mattered. And like, oh, your choices had consequences, Bella and Edward. Like, you, you're the things you did along the way, they affect other people and they have they have actual consequences to the story. And whether you like it or not, like, I thought it would have been a greater ending of, like, yeah, we did this, but at what cost? And, like, we we, ha- we helped fight them back, and, like, we actually, we succeeded something. We beat them. But th- then to go back and, like, oh, no one died. No one put their life on the line. There was no sacrifice. There's no, there was Everyone nothing. Everyone put their life on the line, but no one died. But no one, but no one, but, at, but yeah, no, one, no one did. No one, there was no fight. Like, it was just like, oh, uh, never mind. Bye-bye. And it's like, What? Yeah. But at the time, I mean, everyone was relieved at the time. Everyone was like, all right, cool. Everyone survived. Everyone's cool. We survived this. We. That's just such a disappointing ending. It's like at the end of a TV show, and like, and the whole series was a dream. And you're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean it was a dream? It was a vision the whole time? Like, the, none of this, the story didn't happen? So none of this mattered? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how it felt, to me at least. I'm sorry. Everyone was happy that that wasn't what was really happening, though. No, because I, I don't really care about any of these people. I'm like, screw these guys. 
<laughs> you're the only one that matters no um yeah I remember being really relieved that that didn't happen and then I remember looking at my mom and my sister and they were like dying they were like just, oh my god they were dying they're waiting reaction. for you to be like stop crying whatever. yeah <laughs> it was great all right so if we're gonna break down both movies and we're gonna I mean, I guess relatively quickly, kind of just go through both stories kind of thing, obviously. But the first one, if we break it down, the whole movie of Breaking Dawn Part 1 is basically the wedding, the honeymoon, the pregnancy, and then the werewolfy vampire movie. Right? That's 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 Breaking Dawn Part 1. That's kind of the whole... The quick. Of it. Yeah, the quick thing of it. It was this, like five minutes. The second one is the final, like, Bella's finally a vampire, her, the repercussion of her being a vampire... Uh, raising the child, and then the epic showdown with Volteri at the end, and we get the Spy Kids 3 slash Avengers Endgame call-in everyone movie, basically. Yeah. Even though we've established we know none of these people that, that they call in. That was a very good summary. Thank you. You did very well. I'm very proud. <laughs> there we, uh, that, that's it for the episode. Thank you, thank you very Thanks much. for joining. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you want, we, do you want to start breaking it down now? Yeah. Okay. Because the first one opens up, with obviously like how the other ones open up with a narrator, Bella reading off of a poem, right? Mm -hmm. Childhood is not from birth to a certain age. And at a certain age, the child has grown and puts childish things away. Childhood is the kingdom where nobody dies because uh. we have to open up all these books because the books open up this way with all these poems. And so we open up the movie this way. However, the second movie doesn't open up with one. It just opens up the opening credits. The only one that does it. That's right. It does. I thought it was this, I thought it was this one, but apparently it's the next one. And I remember being like, what? Oh. <laughs> At first I was like, thank God. We don't have to hear some dumbass quote from Bella. But then it takes like five minutes of opening credits. You're like, come on, just get to the movie already. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think the opening credits are pretty tight. I'm like, damn, that's hella cool. And I think that's one of the elements that everyone was really, really interested in um, during this time. They were interested in the like – Seattle, Washington. Forks. Forks vibes. Um, the cloudy forests and No, snow. really. I think everyone was drawn into that mysterious um, foreshadowing type of, um, I don't know, vibe. And it, I really, I thought it was badass at the time. I still think that that <laughs> opening scene's pretty badass with the showing the nature and shit. Okay. Okay. So you like it. All right, cool. I was kind of bored by it. I was like, oh, because we just saw her eyes open up and i'm like oh, i want to see what happens next you know maybe that's just because i watched it back to back Who maybe knows? yeah maybe know? i wasn't waiting a year to watch it but uh we opened the movie with our favorite hormonal abusive and emotionally manipulative friend jacob running off into the woods shirtless as it's pouring down rain he's just steaming and fuming you know and we wonder what could possibly get this guy this mad other than any other minor inconvenience in his life what else <laughs> could possibly make him this mad but it's the wedding invitation to Bella and Edward's wedding. Aww. It's happening. The church They're bells are ringing. They're finally getting married. They're finally getting married. I mean, they've only known each other, what, an hour? <laughs> an hour? Not an hour, sorry. <laughs> um, year? I want to just, what did he expect? He like he He's pissed off he got a wedding invitation and he storms off into the woods, right? At least he was invited. What did he, wait, he's like, oh, they're getting married, like. You knew this. You knew <laughs> you this, this was gonna from, from like last movie. Have you not prepared yourself? Sir? They've talked about it in front of you multiple times. <laughs> she told him, "If you have to, if I have to choose, don't make me say it. it's him. It's but, always and, been him." And even at the end, he was like wounded, and she's like, "I'm leaving. I'm I'm literally going with him." Yeah. So and this he, she is what's and, happening. and and I also have the ring, and you got mad at me and made me kiss you because I had the ring. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. <sighs> it's so annoying. Also, to keep in mind. I'm kind of on Team Edward as the movies have gone on. Are you? Because, okay, so they both start off 
totally terrible, right? They're both terrible people, terrible boyfriends, terrible everything, right? Uh-huh. Edward, as it goes on, is still terrible, but starts to go on an upward trajectory, right? It's like the it's like the geometry thing where like where, there, where there's two angles and they're both going down and then one of them like you know goes uh, up, yeah, you know. Uh, but Jacob gets worse as each movie goes on. Well, how how does Edward get better? Edward gets better because of he actually like marries her and actually kind of like oh I'm sticking around I'm you know we're having a kid and even though we I have arguments about it but he, he becomes like a real character in these ones and I think it's because we had a different director who's able to kind of bring out Robert Pattinson's yeah. acting you know because. These two movies look way better than the other ones we've seen. That has like, to do with the director? Not necessarily. Like, you have cinematographers and stuff, too. Yeah. But the quality of these two, the cinematography looks a lot better, I think. And the mm-hmm. shots and everything look a lot better than the other ones. They do. For sure, they do. And also, the acting, I think, is considerably better. And that could be because they're more comfortable with each other, but also because the director is what gets the actors, you know, the best performances out of their actors. What sucks is that Edward's actor or robert is it robert, robert pattinson pattinson um he's a really good actor really and it good. sucks because you know he could have i felt like he could have really carried twilight on his back but i mean those skills were not drawn out the, the, the writing is the problem they didn't yeah. give him anything to do they gave him nothing to work with right at least with this one there's i like i i saw a glimpse of something right i saw like okay you can you can do this if there were if you had better lines and better stuff to actually go off of yeah the source material is shit so he doesn't have anything really to go off of right and some people are better off of that than others because like kristen stewart she's just like everyone's like all right that's good it's like maybe get one more take of her like get one more take one more facial reaction something can we get a because she looks like she's constipated like (laughs) it's just that is what it is (laughs) she's horrible she just looks like she's just so uninterested and jacob is so just one note the whole time until he goes straight to anger and then just one note the whole time. Oh yeah. I'm content. Well, I mean, I guess his content's kind of, I'm pissed, but (laughs) it goes from, I'm okay to just completely like fucking heated. But yeah, I think Edward gets better as he's going on. Cause he actually has a character kind of moment. And eventually, obviously in the second one, he's kind of like, thank you. Thank you, Carlisle for this. And I, I, I I misunderestimated you, Bella. I'm here for you. And he's always like, he's actually being actually a good husband Uh at that point. Finally, after five movies, but I'm like, at least you're doing something good, man. But Jacob, literally every single time I see him, I'm like, all right, when's he going to blow up? When's this going to, when's he going to say some snide comment? Anyone want to take bets? (laughs) I was like, I was just waiting for it the whole time. And it doesn't help that literally he gets the wedding invitation, runs off in the woods steaming. Like, dude, what do you, like, you're not in the picture. You assaulted her last movie. (laughs) Like, what do you think was going to happen? He has to come to the realization that he was just a rebound. I don't know. Sorry, Edward. I don't understand. And it gets gets even worse with him with the whole imprinting thing later on. Like, it's just like, he's unforgivable in my eyes in that point. (sighs) Anyway, back at the Cullen house, we see that, you know, everyone's getting waiting for the wedding ceremony. It's the big day. You know, it's basically tomorrow. So I'm assuming this is at some point in the summer after... It seems like it, yeah. Like, they're getting married real quick. Yeah, because I think in the previous movie, they had talked about um, doing it relatively quick after the graduation. Yeah. And if you look at the scene right here when they're getting ready for the wedding, you have a scene where Bella's trying on the high heels with um, Alice, and Bella looks over at Edward, and he's overlooking the entire venue, and he just looks like, fuck. <laughs> well, oh. they, bo- they both look kind of like, shit, we're getting married. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Bella looks like that too, for sure. 
but I'm just like, oh, come on, you guys. Like, you guys claim to love each other so much, and you just have, like, a look of constipation and just, like, regret. <laughs> <laughs> and so Bella's kind of, you know, struggling to break in her, her wedding shoes, and she's not really getting into the wedding spirit or whatever. And she's basically, like, she's not the type of girl kind of thing, right? And Alice is kind of the one who's kind of preparing the whole wedding, kind of making sure all the decorations are there, planning the whole thing. She's like, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be perfect kind of thing. Yeah. And honestly, kind of like, you got someone kind of taking care of it. You might as well just... Take Enjoy it. Take advantage of that because weddings planning is stressful. I'm in the middle of it. I felt like Be- I felt like Bella could have totally like just taken a breath. I mean, Alice literally carried the whole uh, wedding on the her venue, back. The venue, everything, yeah, everything, yeah. Just like all the other characters in Twilight carried everything on their back, other than <laughs> Bella. But um, <laughs> she, you know, she totally could have just relaxed. She's not that kind of girl though. But she looks like she was gonna shit herself <laughs> the whole time. So did Edward. Alice tells her to go home, get some beauty sleep. The wedding's tomorrow. Let's go have a great time. So Bella goes back home. We see that everything's packed. She has her whole room is all ready to go. She's ready to move in with Edward tomorrow night. Edward shows up out of nowhere. We're used to this by now, you know. You know, shows up to check on her. Like, hey, you getting cold feet? And literally, the dude looks like he's trying to say anything to get this wedding called off. Like he he tried to kill himself and couldn't get this wedding called off. So like <laughs> he's just like, what can I? I just think of any little thing he can are do. Are you sure? He's like, are you sure? I don't have cold feet. I'm but not maybe, this person that you think I am. Maybe you have cold feet, but if not, I don't. But maybe if you did, it's okay if we if we stop. You know, it's it, okay. It's, it would be mutual. <laughs> I mean, uh, only if you feel that way. Though. Only if you feel that way. It's okay because like I'm a monster, you know. And he gives her like this backstory of when he was a young vampire, he would stalk and murder horrible people. They're all horrible people. It, it, it makes it looks like he's going to stalk and murder like women, right? Yeah. And like, oh, oh, that's kind of interesting. You were you couldn't control your bloodlust for for women. That's yeah. kind of, you know, that's oh, that that would make sense. Yeah, especially in this scene, he's in the movie theater and he's sitting there and they have this beautiful um young woman she's starting to go up the stairs of the theater and he looks like he's thirsty as shit. And he goes <laughs> up after her. And it, they totally make it seem like he's going to attack her. But then they're like, switch. Nope. Yeah. Actually, no. Because he can happened. read minds. So he right. would stalk and murder the men who were planning on molesting and or murdering women or both. Right. And arguably, he saved all these innocent women from so much trauma and yeah. death. And he's like, oh, I can't live with myself. They're still human. And I'm just like them because I molested, I'm, 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 I'm molested them, basically. But Bella's like, dude, do you know how many lives you saved? <laughs> like, are you serious? Do you know how much trauma, how much therapy you saved? Like, I don't know, man. You, you're kind of being hard on yourself. Like, I, I'm, and I know I'm judging because, like, I, I, you don't want to kill someone. Like, I wouldn't want to kill someone, I, I, you know, no matter who it is, you know. But, like, at the same time, you have all these great powers. Great With great power comes great responsibility, as we learned from Spider-Man 2002. <laughs> so... I don't know. I, I thought it would have been cool if we saw like negative consequences of his powers, but honestly, all the vampire powers that he has have only been good things. They've only been positive. Like he's saving women's lives. Like, and then he's like, "I had to stop doing that." I'm like, "You had to stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> you had to stop saving because lives because you can read everyone's. You know when people are going to get raped or murdered, and you're like, well, they they showed ah, us in that in the first people. movie when uh, Belle was out out of town with her friends, and he stalked up. He was freaking stalking her and showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, we know what they're doing. Because, again, bad thing stalking, but also he saved her from possible uh, molestation. Right. So, again, like, that's you kind of are being a hero here. Like, you're like, oh, I'm sorry for being a hero. And the Collins always do this. They always back on their, like, good things they do. Because, like, oh, we only, we only eat animals. We don't eat humans because we don't want to do that. But in this these two movies, they recruit people who are, like, eating humans, no problem. And they're like, oh, <laughs> that's just cousin whatever. And it's like, what? They're going to do what they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to eat people. That's what vampires do, I guess. And it's like, you're not good people. You're just trying to be, like, snobs about everything. I don't, I don't know. Is it, like, a vampire thing where it's, like, if you're a human, and like, say I'm vegetarian and you're not Connor. It's like, 
They're trying to be snobs, yeah. You think so? Where it's like, if say like um, you were eating steak and I was eating my salad and I was like hmm, being all condescending. Like, oh, you're eating cows still? What are you, a caveman? Like, kind of like <laughs> that's so uncivilized, you, you, uh, you non-vampire, you, whatever. I don't know. I think Edward could have, like, I, I, I'm not really sure of his motivations here. I think he's just trying to say anything to unconvince her, but he's still, but he's still a good guy. Like, I, I mean, morals, we could argue morals of killing someone, right? But, like, you saved all these people, and you didn't, like, you were a vampire. You could have eaten those girls. Yeah, on top of. On top you you could have eaten two people, you know, like, and you didn't. You ate only bad people. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a pretty cool gift. I mean. I don't know. Like, you're kind of helping people. Like, you've sacrificed this power, even though it's not, you, you kind of are amazing. Eating bad guys. I eating mean. bad guys. Like, you're, that's literally the best case scenario. That's a great thing, I feel like. I don't know, but the convo gets cut short because it's Edward's bachelor party and Jasper and Edmund, his like adopted brothers, like send him, he's like, Oh, send him out, Bella, or we'll come in the after room or whatever. Like they say that's so this awkward. Is a super awkward I'm thing. Like, okay, you can have him by. And he's like, Oh, there's not going to be strippers, Bella, but don't worry. There's going to be mountain lions and bears. What kind of, uh, what kind of bachelor, bachelor party? party? What, what you guys <laughs> fucking weirdos. Like, I'm assuming they're going to eat them, but it's like, there's no, like, what if you didn't know? Like, are you going to, is this some bestiality? Yeah, you gonna, like, um, what kind of ritual is this? You know? <laughs> nasty ass but of course you know bella doesn't have to go to her bachelorette party because she has no friends yeah that was a good good point she yeah. didn't have a bachelorette <laughs> party <laughs> she, the collins don't throw her one she's just literally just by herself the night before that's her fault man it might be because they're so old old world thinking too yeah but i mean technically she has friends that could have thrown her a bachelorette party but they didn't because why because bella because they didn't even know they're like <laughs> Because Bella's a horrible friend. She sucks. And they also thought she was pregnant. So they're like, mm, yeah, probably shouldn't. Well, I mean, I thought that too. Well, they can't go. I mean, they're only 18, so they can't even have a proper bachelorette party anyway. No. Oh, yeah. shit. Now that you think about it. Yeah. But they could go hunt with some vampire, with some bears and mountain lions. She could have went hunting with Ed or with Jacob. I mean, all these problems could have been solved if she was a vampire. Just saying. Just like the rest of these people. <laughs> Uh, she has a nightmare about the wedding where she sees all of her friends and families are dead and bloody and Edwards, you know, standing over their bodies with her. And it's at the wedding. It's like, hmm, hope this, I wonder if this is going to come back again. No. Okay. Doesn't come back. Like, it doesn't really like, oh, you're going to be a threat to your family. It never, it never comes back again. It's kind of disappointing. I mean, it comes back very brief, briefly when, um, when her dad comes to visit after she had been turned into a vampire. But Mm. I mean, it, it doesn't. It's not a big problem for her. Yeah. The she thirst. seems totally fine. Yeah. yeah. The only times that it's a problem for her is when they go on that hike and she has like all this thirst out of nowhere. When, uh, she just turned. So yeah. I it makes sense. But yeah. But Edward had to mention it, mention it to be like, you're thirsty. And she's like, <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> like, oh, I need some blood. <laughs> Other than that, she's fine. Yeah. It makes no sense. But I mean, that's Twilight for you. We didn't, we're not expecting. I'm not. I'm at this point. Where I'm so broken. I'm like. I'm not expecting this. To make Don't sense. Like, just give more. me something. Just give me something funny or something like. Oh my gosh, they went there. You know. Uh, the next day, they're getting ready for the wedding, putting the makeup on. Alice is kind of rude here. Where she's like, oh, "What did I say about going home and getting beauty sleep?" Like, oh, bitch. Like, damn. <laughs> I know I look fucked up. Like, I know I'm ugly, but damn. <laughs> You're not gonna tell a bride she's ugly on her wedding day. That's horrible. I was nervous. <laughs> But Bella's mom and her dad come in to give her like a last minute wedding gift and before the ceremony and it's a good scene because the dad's like, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you. They have like a nice like moment here, especially when she like walks out, walks the aisle and he's like kind of holding her like, oh, I'll never let you fall kind of thing. Like, yeah, the dad proving Charlie proving he's the best actor in this whole thing because he actually looks like a dad or whatever. Yeah. But he does have a great line that I liked where he's like, are those all graduation caps? Or whatever. He's yeah. Like and he's the only one that's actually questioning it. And they're like, he's like, he's what like, the fuck? He's like, 
uh no that's creepy that's weird or whatever <laughs> and the mom's like ha 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 like oh that's cute yeah yeah dad that's not paying weird. attention just like she hasn't paid attention to Bella but, in the uh, last two years of high school oh <laughs> <laughs> that's right because she get the invitation she she's like on her like beachfront condo yeah. she's like oh look we're going to the wedding oh, like it's finally happening like, what do you mean mom like, this, this is a negative thing. You haven't been. Your, your you daughter's even, getting married at 18. Like, this is not even, a good thing. And you don't even know a the month, guy. A month after she graduated high school. <sighs> it's a rushed wedding. That means something's up, you know? And only the only her high school friends know it. Like, so you think Bella's going to be showing? Like, <laughs> I'm surprised her dad and mom, like, they didn't show a conversation between the dad and mom being like, why is it rushed? Like, what's going on? Yeah, or, like, what's I, like, or at least Charlie. Like, I feel like Charlie would have at least sat like, her down. So like, you pregnant? Uh, you know, like. You don't have to get married if you're pregnant. Like, Bella looks like she's going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> we had the movie going on in the background. But uh, the gift they give her is the brooch thing where the mom kind of cries and says, oh, you can pass it on to your kids and their kids and whatever. But, like, uh-oh, vampires can't have kids. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. well. Um, maybe that was some foreshadowing right there. Yeah, exactly. You know, a little bit of a little bit showing what's going to happen. But you know, we're all thinking it, and that her friends are the only ones who say it. Oh, do you think she's going to be showing? Who else gets married at eighteen? You know, it's that like, was so, it's perfect. Shout out to Anna Kendrick, and that's that the one. only we only see him there, and then at the wedding, and then that's it. It's yeah. just like wow. Oh, that's it because they're not in the last movie, nope. huh? That's they right. go off to college. They have actual experiences. She goes off to become Pitch Perfect. That's what. That's literally that's, the. That's, what, <laughs> that's literally the movie. That's what happened. After. <laughs> so this connected. It's the same universe or whatever. But uh, you know, the dad walks her down the aisle. It's a moment we've all been waiting for. It's the wedding of Edward and Bella, and the whole series has led to this moment, and we're kind of excited about it, you know. And the problem is that the dad looks so emotional walking her down. Edward even looks happy, like she's coming down. Bella's face is just like she does, she wants out. Like she it's, looks, it's supposed to be she looks nervous, right? And she, it it just doesn't it doesn't come off that way. It just comes off totally different. Do you think it has to do with her acting or just with like the character? I think it's the acting because she looks so uncomfortable and like she's trying to find any way to leave. Yeah, and they linger on it. They spend like a whole minute like on her face. Yeah, she and, like she you look sad. You look like you you need to run. Like she looks like hurt. she can't breathe. <laughs> You got COVID, girl? And the con- <laughs> the context is supposed to be she's nervous about her wedding, mm-hmm. but that's not what comes across in the acting. Yeah. You know? Not at all. She looks like she's about to, yeah, it looks like she's about to be a runway bride. Also, all the people in the wedding party and in the in the crowd, I'm like, who are you people? <laughs> We've, I've seen three movies now, and I don't know anybody in the party, like in the wedding thing, besides like her friends and the family. You know how Mean Girls were like, you didn't even go here. <laughs> like uh you are not related also by the way the, the wedding venue beautiful Shout per, out to like Alice. like that's a great that's an awesome wedding venue i think and a lot of people design their weddings like this afterwards that's to a, be honest I, I, I wouldn't blame them it's a good wedding venue. it's beautiful and there's a lot of sunshine going on and there's not a lot of sparkling going on and like half the guests are vampires so there should be a shit ton of sparkling going there should on. be some sparkling i kind of i feel like they got rid of that and they only show it when they want to show it they, yeah because you'll see it in a in the yeah. future movie yeah, the next it's movie. just so it's so weird but at the reception we get some funny lines with bella's friends her high school quote-unquote friends are like oh i thought the cake would be bigger like just totally making fun of like how <laughs> extravagant this whole thing is you know uh jacob's family's at the wedding but no jacob's there and then come on like what a dick like you're not even gonna go to the wedding whatever might have been better because he probably would have he probably would have ruined it gone ape shit when they kissed and said i do oh how could they <laughs> <laughs> i object <laughs> i didn't believe i can't believe this uh, and then we get a weird scene with the Cullen cousins from Alaska, which yeah. I was like, who the fuck are these people? Never and mentioned like, them. And I love how the high school, like the high school friends, Anna Kendrick group are like, 
they look kind of inbred. Like they look like they're all interrelated. I'm like, they do. They do look like they're interrelated. They probably are. And uh, one of them like gets mad at the Cullens. Like I don't know her name, but she's like, oh, how can you invite one of the dogs to the wedding? They killed Laurent. And I'm like, apparently. You were in a relationship with Laurent. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, who the fuck is Laurent? Like, I'm like, who are these people? But then I realized it was Darwin from X-Men. She was either dating or marrying him. Yeah. But Darwin from X-Men never mentioned that he was dating a Cullen. And I think the Cullens would have like, no, you're you're going to be part of our family. Like, yeah. That would have been. That would have been. Why did that not come up? Because they just added this randomly? They added it randomly. <laughs> <laughs> and then she storms off. Like, this would have been great information to have. Yeah, because that's a big conflict. That's a really big yeah, and that's she's a like, big issue. It's like, oh, Laurent tried to kill Bella, which he did, and then the wolves ripped his head off. Yeah, but like, if you're my cousin in law, I, I would have, I would have known this. Yeah, or I feel like Laurent, sh- because he wanted to marry whatever her name is, could have had more respect, or that that could have been a bigger uh, part of the movie that they could have expanded on. I mean, this vampire shit is not. It's a it's a small community. The vampire the vampire community is a very small community. It's not like they know a lot of people. You know what I mean? It's not like they all know each other. All the vampires know each other. So why, like Darwin from X Men, they knew who he was. Why would you not know they're dating your cousin? Right. Especially, I mean, especially he knows he knew who the Collins were. So he, yeah. I mean, come on. Like you've probably seen each other in some family gathering at some point, right? Yeah. Also, how are they related? Because none of them are actually related. Oh, you're right. Because they're all kind of adopted. Yeah. So well, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you blew my mind. I just thought of that right now. What about? I mean, unless they're related to Carlisle, because they're all blonde like him. So I'm assuming they're probably all related to Carlisle. What, did he just go and start biting a whole bunch of his cousins? Because you're not like, it's not like a gene. Yeah. Because one of them has dark hair, the guy, and then all the girls are blonde. Well, one of them has dark, one one of the guys has dark hair, and then his wife is dark has dark hair too. So I don't they? know. They're all adopted. They're all inter-fucking. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. Um, also, Laurent was on the werewolf land, and apparently if you go on their land, you get killed. So, like, what's the problem? Like, uh, what, are you, what are you mad about? Yeah. Well, I mean, Laurent should have known. I mean. <laughs> they, but- they really wasted him. He's a good actor. I think he would have been, he could have been cool. Yeah. Running with Victoria and whatever. Like, what was the first vampire's name that Victoria did, and they recasted her? And Was his name James? James. Was it James? James. That sounds about right. I don't know. The vampire names are kind of lame in this, let's be honest, you know. Edward. <laughs> we get onto the wedding toast, and Edmund, you know, leads it off. He's like, oh, I hope you got enough sleep, Bella, because you're not going to get any more sleep. Edmund, that's... That's a horrible, <laughs> not like... Not appropriate. As a parent, I'd be like, can you not? I'm so uncomfortable. And that's what the dad does. He just starts downing champagne yeah. at this point. Uh, the dad has a good speech. He's like, oh, I know a good, I know Edward's going to be a good husband because I'm a cop and I can hunt things and I'm a good, I can shoot guns. And, <laughs> and, I, and I have a gun or whatever he said. <laughs> he just bailed threats and heavily drinking the champagne. Like, oh, that's perfect. Such a dad speech. The so mo- cute. The mom like awkwardly sings a lullaby from when Bella was a child. Mind you, her hair is fucked. And she looks haggard as hell, you know, and it looks like she had too much champagne at the pregame <laughs> kind of thing is what what it looks like. The, the sad thing is she started the wedding looking like that. So yeah. So like, I don't know what's going on. Like they're. The, she pre-gaming? The, the pregame of the, of the wedding, yeah, the, during the pre-reception or whatever. Oh, jeez. And Anna Kendrick has a weird line where she's like, oh, but, you know, one day Edward liked Bella, and Bella liked Edward, and he has great hair, but Edward didn't like the captain's volleyball team or the valedictorian. I'm like, did you? Did she like Edward from the first movie? I don't remember getting that vibe, but maybe I missed it. Um, 
In the first movie, she kind of describes how everyone had a crush on Edward because he was so mysterious. No one could figure out mm. him, could figure out his family, and he was very mysterious. So I think she did. I think kind of every – it was kind of like the cute guy in high school that everyone kind of like – But he wasn't cute. He looked like he's farting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. was so bad. It's like this is not – I mean, maybe it's because I'm a guy that his charms don't work on me or something. I don't know, but I was not – all the, all the girls were like – that's ever Cullen. Don't waste your time. You know, he doesn't be anyone. Yeah. So I think, I I mean, I think she definitely liked him, definitely was intrigued by him. But I hope you enjoyed that last scene of Anna Kendrick because we don't get a single one. So that makes me sad. I know. You just got to go watch Pitch Perfect. I just watched that the other day. It was awesome. Great. <laughs> got to see her Her life goes on to bigger and better things after. Hon- honestly, she wants to go to LA and be a music producer. That's Is that where it's um, set? In LA? No, that's what she wants to do in Pitch Perfect. She like. Where is that movie set? College. <laughs> college somewhere. <laughs> Some college somewhere. The Barton. Barton College. Because she's the Barton Belts. I have to look that up. I feel like they probably did it in the I don't know. East Coast. Probably. Totally off track. Um, The wedding continues. And at some point, Edward takes Bella out to the outskirts of the wedding. And surprise, surprise, guess who's shown up? It's Jacob. And he's like, sorry, I didn't get a tux. As he shows up wearing like a button-up white shirt and jeans. Like, dude. I'm not happy you're here. Like, why are we happy to see you? We ended on bad terms last movie. She looks so happy. Look at her. I don't I don't understand. Like, what do you mean you didn't have time to get a tux? We sent you an invitation. Everybody else dressed up from your family. Where the hell were you? He was busy being a wolf. He's like, I was, I was a wolf. I was in northern Canada, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Lost and track. It's surprised to no one he loses his shit almost immediately because, like, I think he's just talking about like, oh, I want to enjoy your last night. And it's like all smiles and laughs until it's not because I'm like waiting for him to lose his shit. And she asks him like, oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to turn human vampire yet. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to experience a real honeymoon. He's like, oh, how could it be a real honeymoon? I'm like, dude, what the f- that's, stop? That's not OK. Da, 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 da. Like loses her shit because they're going to do A, B and C together while she's still a human. It's like one, it's not your business. And she tells him that she's like, um, it's none of your business what I do on my honeymoon kind of thing. He's like, Bella, are you an idiot? Are you stupid? And it's like, where's this be serious? You're, you're going to die. You know, and it's just, it's not, it's not your plate. Like you're, you're done, dude. Like you don't get to have a private dance with the bride on her wedding day. Like, I don't understand where you, you get off and I mean, don't thinking this. I mean, she did give him a private dance. That's what it's, it's just so frustrating. Cause I don't understand what she likes about this guy. He's done nothing, but I don't get what physically I, hurt her. I don't get what everyone likes about her. That's true too. She's boring as hell. She's boring as hell. Jesus. Um, yeah, he gets aggressive and grabs her. And is like, oh, you're stupid is what he's, he literally calls her stupid. And, it is none of his business what goes on in their honeymoon, even if it's like they're like he's surprised that she's gonna have sex on her honeymoon too. I mean, I think he assumed that she'd be a vampire, and I guess the vampires get crit, which I don't understand. I really don't understand. That's why the vampires just just lose their shit. This gets so horny they can't. It just it's just days I, on days on end. So weird. It, it, does anything else about vampires say anything? About but like, why is why is vampire sex have to be rough? Uh, that's like what I'm a, saying. It's so weird. <laughs> it's not the Hulk, like with another Hulk. Like, he's so like what? Hulk smash. <laughs> like okay, that makes sense. But this isn't the Hulk. This is vampires. Like it's not that serious. I just I don't understand. Like why I get they're super thing. strong and stuff, but like. But he's been gentle get, with her. He can. He knows how to be gentle with her. 
yeah, they've made out a couple of times and if they're having sex, it doesn't mean he doesn't have to like start punching her. Yeah. Like, like, I don't throwing know, her like, against the wall like, yeah, like, like he did when <laughs> Jasper lost his shit. Which did more harm than good. Like she could have been Look, bleeding way more. He's losing his shit. <laughs> so it, yeah, anyway, Jacob like loses his shit, tries to grab her, and Edward kind of stop comes back to intervene and was like, Oh, Edward, don't. And he's like, You you did this to her, kind of thing, like getting mad at him. The werewolf pack have to hold him back and basically tell him, like, Bella's not our concern anymore. Grow up. And they yeah. make him leave in a huff. Yeah. And again, the werewolves sh- shouldn't give a shit about what's going on with the like, why is she there? Con- they have bigger things to worry about. Yeah. Who cares what the vampires doing on the other side of the land? We're not do- we're not concerned about what they're doing in the bedroom. I mean, yeah. that's, that's their business. And later on, we get a scene later on where Jacob is moping on the beach, and he's like, the Cullens are not a threat, and they're not a concern to us at all. Yeah. So what are you doing, dude? Yeah. He's like, I say, Jacob. He's like, well, the treaty says, like, no, I say. So he doesn't care about the treaty. He doesn't care about the rules. This guy, Sam, the leader of the Bear War rules. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, dude, get you got invited to this wedding. Just enjoy it. She still wants to have some type of relationship or friendship with you. Makes and you're no just, sense. You're just ruining it for yourself. That's what I I'm mean, saying. although she did kind of, you know, lead him down a toxic road of, oh, oh, they showed Andrew Kendrick real quick while they were saying <laughs> goodbye. But she, I blame Bella because she led him down this road of like, there might be a possibility of us. But then she's like, no, just kidding. Wait, just kidding. Wait, hold on. There might be, oh, well, no, hold on. Edward's back in the picture. But also Jacob was very abusive and manipulative when he's like, oh, you, you had to kiss me and. Oh, oh! You said you want to. I'm gonna. You know you want to. Yeah, I know what I know what you want more than you do. Type thing. Like we've had three movies of just toxic, horrible relationships between all three of them, and it's just like, that's just terrible. If I was rewriting this, we're scrapping all that. Like we're not doing toxic relationships of anger issues and abuse. (laughs) Like no, that's not that's not good. That's not that's not helping anybody here. (sighs) But anyway, they go off into their honeymoon. Bella and Edward head to the airport to the destination of Rio de Janeiro. In South America. I'm so jealous. And not just Rio, but a private island off of Rio. Like that's the best honeymoon. Like it's a private island. Dude, Edward sweep me off my feet. I'm going <laughs> I'm 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 team Edward all the way. Like that's my honeymoon. Oh my god. I get a private island. The house, like the villa they have, looks amazing. It's like it's like it's so high class. I had the massive giant bed, the huge bathroom. You just walk around it. You go walk walk right out into the beach. They got a giant like fireplace and shit. Totally badass. Why couldn't we have quarantined there? I know that would have been awesome. I'm assuming the place is not ideal for vampires because you're in South America and there's a lot of sun. Well, I mean, if it's their own private island, then they don't have to hide from anyone. I guess. It's just crazy, but, but like that's like the best. It's so romantic. A private island with like your fiance, like, your your na- newlywed like wife or husband. Yeah, like, dude. But she, he ruined. He ends up ruining it for Bella, though. He does end up ruining it. But like, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, oh my god, whatever you want to do, like let's go. Whatever like, you want to do, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like they go skinny dipping in the ocean with a giant moon. They go skinny dipping one time. And it's just romantic as fuck. The moon is like huge and full, or whatever. It's they, romantic until it's not. <laughs> and they get down. Like we finally get some like the room sex scenes type thing where it's just you like oh my rose <laughs> the music's <laughs> playing and is this iconic now him edward breaking the bed is that can we say that that's an iconic shot yeah because they come back inside and they're like all over each other edward oh, crushes God. the bed <laughs> so, you know and he's just so strong he can't control his urges or whatever so and, not needed but also he might have lost his shit because i think he was a virgin was he i think so because he was talking about how he was like um he was very... Um, he's old school. He's yeah, old he's fashion. very old school. 
And, you know, he was never married. So I think also that might have been another reason why he had lost his shit. Edward? Yeah. Because he was never married? Well, because he had never had sex. I mean, we, there's other ways to remedy that. <laughs> 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 like, Edward, don't have to have this much pent-up aggression. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he's so old school that he probably doesn't do that. He doesn't know how. To, he doesn't know how. <laughs> he probably, he just probably did. I can't do that. I'm old school. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> it's not. It's not okay. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> well, obviously you knew what to do with it because they done messed up the room. He he watched enough Game of Thrones to know. He's like he's taking notes or whatever. Oh my god. Um. But yeah, the next morning, you know, Bella wakes up and just pure ecstasy and we see that the whole like bed is destroyed like there's pillows are all fluffed and feathers are like literally falling down and bella's like and she's covered in feathers you know she's all happy and she's like rethinking or um going over what happened in her head yeah and and she's so happy you're seeing clips of them both naked holding each other even though it's pg-13 but like can you imagine those r-rated like this would have been like this is this like every this is this is like the ultimate like like fantasy type thing like oh my gosh we have a private island I have a super powerful immortal husband who's going to take care of me and suck blood. Plus they built up this huge love story too. So yeah. it's like the ultimate, like, Oh my God. Um, it's like the best. Bella's like, it's the best night of her life. Right. Yeah. And she's like, I, I get to have this amazing horny vampire husband. Now it's going to be great. And I, when I was watching, I had a great line that you were dying laughing from where I was like, how do you get up there? It was like, cause the bed's like, like falling apart. Like the canopy of the bed is like falling apart. And like I the whole room was just jacked up. Destroyed. And you're like, how did that happen? How did he get up? Destroyed. Like he had to really reach up there. To, is he flying? Like what is he doing? <laughs> which, which makes sense. But I mean like she's half human, so you can't get that crazy. So yeah, you made but a good the bed. Point. The bed looks like they went like, Oh my God. Like how, on, what craziness was this? Like, on top of the canopy bed. Yeah. Like, like how many hours was this? Like how many positions, how many hours there's was no, going on? Yeah. There's no way it was that long. Trust me. <laughs> Especially if it was his first time, he's like, oh, but he held back. <laughs> I would say, I would say, forty-five minutes max, like forty-five minutes. Ma- no, I'm like max, max for him, for Edward, for anyone. Well, because they were out in the ocean too. Yeah, but they weren't doing anything. Like, the are you act- sure they looked like they were kind of? No, I think the act of it was actually in the bedroom. Okay, I don't know. It looked like they was getting kind of. Getting looked like he was getting get, heated getting in the, down. but I don't think they started in the sea because I feel like that would. You're gonna get some seawater up in there. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know a little how bit of salt going up in there. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> also, the ocean's very cold. At least where we are, the ocean's cold. Yeah. No, I think it. I there's, think sh- there's shrinkage. There's significant there's... shrinkage going on if you're in the cold water. Well, and he's cold blooded. No. He doesn't have blood. Oh, that. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have blood. So. So do you think that's so like we we have to get into it now, and we have to get into it because of this. The movie brings it up, right? Of like this the how it's done the semantics of it right because and bella has some like bruises and hickeys on her and edward's like i hurt you no more sex that's basically what he says like i'm done i'm not gonna do it anymore yeah and he's like i ruined it i i'm ruining it because i hurt you type thing and she's like what do you mean like he even says something like oh i held back so it wasn't enjoyable like he says something oh yeah he told her it was something like, like something to that effect i don't know if there's, there's exact words but like Come, come on it was enjoyable for you dude come Look, on and then, come on and then he and then she says something like what the f-? like she's like what the hell and then he's like last night was without a doubt the best night of my life yeah he tries to like double back on it like <laughs> oh it was the best night but you just said that you didn't enjoy what you just said that's you had me- to held back and it wasn't good for you type thing yeah. that's mean <laughs> and he basically says he's uncomfortable doing the devil's tango ever again it was like 
it's your first night of your honeymoon. You're just never going to do it again or whatever. And we get like a montage of her just being desperate yeah. for, for this, for this again. Right. And she's like walking around in lingerie. I mean, she, like she told him like, it's okay. Like I'm, I'm fine. Like it, it's, I'm okay. It really wasn't that bad. Like she had like some hickeys and bruises. Like it, like from how the room looked, like it really wasn't that yeah. bad. And, and if your partner says like I'm okay, like that's fine, like then okay, like just be just chill. Hurt and then me. You just completely <laughs> hurt, hurt me. But I mean, I don't think he hurt her intentionally. But um, she wasn't even that. Like I, I, I honestly like you don't want to. Obviously, we don't want to get violent in the bedroom, right? Backtrackers say, and we don't want to. Don't let that happen. We don't condone this. We don't condone violence, or you know, we don't want anybody to get hurt or whatever. But like, she, I don't know if she was really that hurt. Like I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy and be like. You weren't. You were faking. You weren't that hurt. But she's, she had some bruises and hickeys. Like it wasn't like she was like in pain or like broken bones. She had a or broken anything. neck. <laughs> yeah, it, it, she didn't seem like she was in pain. It no, didn't she, seem. She was happy, and then he ruined it for her, and she gets mad at him because, and she tells him like, "Dude, I was totally happy five minutes or a few seconds ago. You yeah. just ruined the whole thing for me." And then he ends up basically ruining the rest of the honeymoon because you, they show scenes of them um, like playing chess and hiking, and she's like, "Stop." she'll stop playing chess and she's like this is not what i want to do like, come yeah, on like, come on and he's like no and she's like she's totally giving dude. him the doomy eyes and like well and then even like in the earlier movies where they had where they were making out and they like wanted to do it he's like no we can't we're not married basically and because well, she's, like, she's been trying for a while yeah and she's like okay it. well like now we're married so what's up and you're being a little bitch she's like oh i gave you some bruises last night like okay some bruises from the, the amount of damage that room went through like i'd say she came out pretty okay I don't, I don't know. I, maybe that's mean for me to say, but she, did, I, I don't know. A few bruises from how bad the room looks. She was smiling. Look, look at her. She's smiling. She is glowing. Look at that. <laughs> she is so happy. I don't know. Because she's like laying seductively next to him too at one point in like total lingerie. Like, mm. Yeah. She lays down. She sticks her butt out. Yeah. And he's like, <sighs> like dude, she, come on. That, You're her husband now. She's clearly giving you a signal. Come on. Uh, but he ends up ruining the honeymoon for her. Also, his problem is that, oh, she can't, I'm going to hurt her because she's not a vampire because I'm too strong. Again, another problem that would be completely solved if you turned into a vampire five movies ago. Thank you. But whatever, that's just me. All Literally every problem in Twilight would have been solved if she was a vampire from the get-go. But whatever. That's not what happened. Uh, back at home, the werewolves are kind of soaking, uh, sulking on the beach. Jacob is sulking on the beach with the rest of like the single. Th- there's like the single werewolves and like the the, the couple werewolves. Yeah, <laughs> so sad. And the couple werewolves are like playing soccer and like, oh, we're we're doing all, all this the happy stuff, werewolves, you know. And he's like, oh, look at them. They don't even control themselves anymore. Like it seems like a it's totally bitter sick. like Valentine or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's a totally single bitter it's all, person. It's sick. They can't even think for themselves and da 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 da. I was like, okay. I get, this is literally what I, you want with Bella, though. I get you've never had a girlfriend, Jacob, but, like, come on. You, you be happy being single for a little bit. Like, you, you, all of them are, like, bitter that they're single. And yeah. it's kind of like... Well, I feel bad for the girl. Yeah, she got fucked up. Yeah, that was that was Leah? pretty sad. Yeah, Leah. Leah. Poor Leah. Because she, she, her story is that she was... What's her, what's her story? Is it she was with Sam? So Leah was originally with Sam. And then, from what I understand, from what I've seen in the movies, is that Leah was with Sam... And I don't know if they had broken up or if they were still together, but Sam had like, it's Sam, right? No, not Seth. Yeah, it's Sam. Sam had like. Seth's her brother. Yeah, Seth was the younger one. Sam had like lost his shit turning into a werewolf um, next to what is now his wife, I believe. And after that, he imprinted on that woman, on that girl. And then now they're together. So it's kind of like 
one the scarred up face yeah one that's toxic you imprint it on someone because you feel bad basically after you're already dating and or married to someone i don't else? know if i don't know if they were still together when he had imprinted on her or when he had like uh gave that girl a scar or if they had just broken up they don't really specify but all they do say is that um sam and leah were together but he imprinted on the other girl mm-hmm. after he wrecked Mauled her face, her face. <laughs> poor thing that yeah. was just is so sad and that just brings up so many things with this imprinting thing imprinting and the fact about why he imprinted on her he imprinted on her because he felt bad because he lost his shit yeah and now he's in love because he ruined her it's face. very yeah the, the connotations of imprinting are very negative it's just like Ugh, this doesn't seem like a good thing it's a wolf thing what but, happens if one person imprints on one yeah and the person that they imprint on imprints on someone else yeah like how does that supposed to work like i guess it doesn't happen i guess but like how do you know? they don't like, again you know? they don't specify Again, this whole imprinting thing is such – it's just a bad – like, why would you, you – as a writer, why would you introduce this thing? I can get it if they, if they presented it more from, like, a guardian standpoint, but every example that they gave us of imprinting was a relationship. Like a sexual like, – Yeah. Yeah. And so they just gave us bad examples. So if they wanted it to really be, like, a father-daughter or, like, protector dynamic, they should have made that more clear or they should have done a better job at um, portraying that, but they didn't. And so when Edward imprints on Nessie, it's really fucking awkward. <laughs> yeah, or Bella, or Jacob. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. When um, Jacob imprints on um, Renez May, <laughs> it's really weird. It's, yeah, it's, it's not just weird. It's, it's, it's bad. It's not good. It's, it's, it seems like pedophilia. Yeah. It makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, because Sam the Alpha basically tells Jacob, like, the Collins are not a threat to the town or the tribe, so you're going to do nothing to them, kind of thing. Because Jacob says something like, oh, when they come back, they're going to say that Bella died. And they're going to say she died in a car crash. Uh, and he's like moping, whatever. Like, well, at least I get to kill him. And it's like, where are you? Get- like, how do you know she's going to die, first of all? Well, I think he knows. I think he knows that they're going to have to tell um, Charlie something about Ed- about Bella, about her being dead. Because either she's a vampire or she dies. Yeah. And they don't want it, the hard The hard thing about her staying alive and saying that she's a vampire is that she's going to age. And after like 10 years and like, Bella, why are you still like look like you you just got out of high school? Mm-hmm. So I think that he's he's thinking um, that they're just going to straight up tell um, Charlie that she she died. So they yeah. don't even have to deal with it. I, it's it's strange because he's moping. Sam, as the leader of the tribe, says, like, damn the treaty, damn you. Like, you're not going to touch them. They're not a threat to us kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, they both, the, the vampires and the werewolves both broke the treaty last movie. So I don't really understand what the, what the, what the I feel like the if, they, is, if so. they knew that the Collins weren't a threat, they should have known that before the movies even started. Yeah. Because they've been there for, what, how many years? Yeah. I feel like this whole treaty is kind of moot at this point. They don't really explore this treaty, but this whole treaty nonsense is kind of like no one. No one seems to take it seriously. They're like, "There's a treaty, but we're gonna do A, B, and C." Oh wait, there's a treaty. Oh, oh we can't. Yeah. Oh wait. Okay, but we're going. It to comes it. up randomly <gasps> only when they can or can't do things, and most people don't seem to care that it exists, kind of thing. Uh, Jacob Lomans not being able to become Alpha when he had the chance or whatever, and it's like, when did you have the chance to become Alpha? Because we we saw you be able to turn into the vamp, the werewolf, and we never. I don't remember this being explored in the movies of him like turning it down or him being offered this chance to be alpha. It's not. So that those are like I hate when movies do that when they like kind of throw out big things in like a casual conversation and you're just like, "What? Why didn't you guys expand on that?" Yeah, it's it seems just strange that like him 
it's kind of an important thing. Like, oh, he could have been leader. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't want to at the time. Like, when did this come up? Like, you just got turned to a werewolf like a month ago or yeah. two months ago or however long the second movie was. Like, you never had the chance to become leader, leader of the werewolves when you just got turned into one? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. But, I mean, I guess when he starts speaking in his little wolf voice and him being the descendant of Chief so I'm Jacob Black. <laughs> I'm the grandson of the Chief. <laughs> we'll get there. I... Okay. <laughs> Back on the island, we see that Bella's kind of making herself breakfast, and it's like this... uh chicken she's grabs like chicken out of the fridge with like <laughs> peanut butter and yogurt so like right away you're like okay she's having cravings she's They're all disgusting <laughs> that's disgusting the and hell kind of craving she's having she definitely doesn't cook the chicken all the way because we see it's like bloody as hell like it's like she ordered it rare kind of thing. oh yeah you're like bitch you gonna get sick off the because they show her eating it yeah and she's looking at the chicken and she's like <laughs> yeah she looks like she's gonna throw up and i'm like because you didn't cook it all the way you dumbass yeah so she goes and throws up Edward comes in like, hey, what's going on? She's like, oh, I think it's the chicken. Hand me my purse. He's like, wait, I missed my period. Dun-dun-dun. We realize her period is late and she feels her ch- her stomach and it's, it's like really hard and there's like bumps and kicks on her stomach. Like, So if that was me, I would think there's a... There's <laughs> the monster inside of me. No, I think, <laughs> oh, I need to take a fat one. <laughs> and my stomach's bubbly. You need to drop some the- kids off at the pool is what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and my stomach's bubbling because I done fucked it up by that uncooked chicken. That's yeah. what I would have thought. Not like, oh shit, I mean, when she, was my last missed period? She did. She did jump pretty quickly to like, oh, I missed my period. I'm pregnant. But at the same time, how long is this honeymoon? And also, so like, you're on this super long honeymoon. You know your period is gonna come at some point. And she's like, oh, I missed it by five days. I'm like, missed like five days. Like, you're going to on your honeymoon when you know like, when you're on your period, you're on your you're ov- you're ovulating, whatever. Like, yeah. well, uh. Technically, she should have been ovulating, like, right before the wedding. So, I guess if they went and got down... Because, like, they were there for, like, a few weeks. Two weeks, they said. Yeah. So, I don't know. They didn't plan that very well. No. They're 18. What do you expect? They're 18. (laughs) Well, I mean, Edward's not. He could have planned better. I I guess they thought that, you know, they weren't going to have, like, them getting... Vampires aren't... They're not... The boys don't swim for the vampires, I guess, is basically... Well, I mean, because... They talk further in the movie that, like, that's unheard of. Yeah, like, it's unheard of, yeah. What ha- what ends up happening. But Alice and Carlisle instantly call, knowing something's wrong. Uh, Edward's like, this is impossible. We're packing the bags right away. And, like, this is, there's no way this, this, this is impossible. It never happens kind of thing. And uh, Edward ends the conversation by, Carlisle's going to get that thing out of you. And he's like, oh, jeez, <laughs> dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we confirm that I am first before you yeah. start? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like that kind of shows where his mindset is like, oh, we're going to get like where the guy's mindset is like, oh, we're going to get that thing out of here. Like we're not ruining, we're not ruining our first year of <laughs> marriage. By like, having that thing. That thing inside <laughs> of you, this alien that I put inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, damn it, Bella, if you didn't want to have all that sex. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, no, <laughs> this wouldn't be a problem. Um, uh, just real quick though, to point out, like this would have been cool. Like, cause they are establishing a mystery of like, wait like this is not supposed to happen vampires aren't supposed to be able to reproduce and we also have a conflict with everyone and get rid of it bella wanted to keeping it and like oh how did this happen why them like this could have been a cool like mystery of like oh vampires aren't allowed to reproduce or can't reproduce like it's impossible but yet they were able to like how is this happening how did this happen kind of thing yeah but we don't explore it and it's kind of disappointing like there's like oh it's an immortal child but it's not 
We don't. We they don't, don't know. They, what they it don't is. explain why. It's just like, oh, it's a, it's a virgin birth kind of thing. That's basically yeah. what they say. And it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of disappointing. Like, this could have been kind of cool to explore or whatever. But um, Bella calls her dad and tells him that she's sick and she's staying a few more weeks before she travels or whatever. But she's actually back. Dun dun dun! And hella pregnant. And hella pregnant at the Coleman <laughs> residence. And Jacob finds out and storms over there to see Bella, and she's just looking terrible. It's like like stomp, she, stomp she looks. Slam horrible oh yeah she does not look good at all she ugh. and it's kind of fucked up that no one's telling her dad i mean a lot of this is fucked up i mean they could have totally came up with a better lie yeah other than i'm sick and I'm then it even coming. gets yeah. worse with their ugh. yeah because later on they tell him like oh i'm sick but not yeah. that sick i'm too sick to come home but i'm like not sick enough for you to come see me though but yeah. i'm not going to tell you what's going on with and dad. then she later says she's like going to some switzerland spa sickness center or something like that he's like no i'm coming to see you yeah. or, uh, and Dad, then she hangs up on him don't come and hangs up on him and he calls the, the colon residence twice a day they tell they say later on in the second movie it's like he calls twice a day I'm like you guys don't answer the phone so he's calling you yeah and you guys are his in-laws now i'm surprised i'm surprised he didn't go over there and be like what the yeah, hell what's I going know, on i know you bitches know what's going on with my kid yeah it's it's just so ridiculous but we find out that Bella's been home for two weeks, even though it looks like she just got there or whatever. She's been home for two weeks, apparently. And, like, two weeks, they've done nothing about her being, like, super pregnant and, like, nothing. And Jacob brings this up, like, um, this thing is clearly killing her. Get it out of her. Like, he says it. Like, get it out of her. But, of course, Jacob being Jacob has to make it all about himself, saying, like, you did this to her. Like, pointing at <laughs> Edward. Like, um, they kind of both did it, Edward. Do you I know, mean, how, do you know a, how pregnancy works? It's a mutual I mean, most of the time. But <laughs> this one was a mutual agreement. Especially on Bella's part. She wanted it more than Edward. It's did. like he didn't expect them to get pregnant if they went on their honeymoon. Like, come on. Um, but Bella has, like, this line of thinking kind of... her In her mind, Bella, I guess, is thinking that she's going to be turned at the last minute after she gives birth. Like, before she is killed by this thing. She's going to give birth, and right before she dies from giving birth, she's going to be turned into a vampire, and it's going to be totally fine. Yeah. And literally everyone saying. else is like, um, no, Bella, that can't work. And she's like, no, I'm strong enough. I can do it. Yeah, it's I'm, basically what she's saying. Well, girl, are you strong enough? You look like you're about to break. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out it's like breaking the the feet, the fetus, the baby, is breaking her bones like from the inside, and they can't do any ultrasounds on it or anything like that. Like it's just too powerful, I guess. I don't know. Um, Edward tries to have some have Jacob talk sense into Bella, and Jacob, of course, wanting to make it all about himself, is like, Bella, it's killing you. And you're not even going to know because you're not even going to see it after it's born. And what was the whole point of me loving you if, if you're not even going to be around? And it's like me loving you and you loving him and all yeah. of us loving each other. And <laughs> like, no, this isn't about you. This is about the child now. You can't be like, what was the point? If you die, what's the point of me loving you? Like, no, no, it's not about you. Move on, dude. It's not. a. This isn't about you, dude. Um, But he leaves in a huff after basically Bell's like, no, I'm keeping it. And I'm going to hold on. And well, if I die, that's it kind of thing. And he's like, I'm not going to stick around to watch you die kind of thing. Um, before we get to the werewolf talking scene, um, <laughs> I wish we had more motivation for Bella. And uh -huh. I kind of brought this up when we we're watching it. But like, if it made more sense for her to want to keep this, because Bella in the other movies would do anything to become a vampire and these, to get these vampire powers or whatever. Uh huh. And now she obviously, I mean, when you have a kid, think your, your perceptive change and everything. But like, we don't even know if it's a kid in there. Like, we don't even know what, what, they don't even know if it's a fetus or a baby or what. And she just is like, no, I know it's a him and I know it's a, it's a boy and he's going to be a beautiful boy. He's going to be Edward Jr. type thing. And it's oh like, God. And what, like, how do you don't know that though? This could be 
a demon inside yeah. of you eating you alive or drinking your blood. Yeah. Like, why would you not? I don't understand why she's so like, obviously it's a moral conversation, but like everyone's telling her like you're dying and you're not even going to get the one thing she wanted. Like if they establish maybe she was an unwanted pregnancy or, or something like that. And she's like, yeah. Oh, I don't want my child. I'm never going to do, do that, that to, to my, my kid, yeah. you know, or something like that. Like if they establish that, and I guess she kind of was an unwanted pregnancy because her parents aren't together or whatever, but her parents were actually married, right? Yeah. I, yeah. They were, they were married and they were together. Yeah. So it doesn't really come up. Like if they had something to establish why she would want to keep this or a conversation or a story beat. She doesn't like, even seem like she would want to be a mom or even a no. good mom at that. <laughs> I mean, she can't really control her own emotions. <laughs> yeah. And the pregnancy is developing way too quickly. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, yeah, she's dying. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she, she looks like, terrible. Yeah. She, like, she looks like death. Like yeah. her face is all sunken in, super pale. Like, if you looked up a picture in the dictionary of what death looks like it would boom like a, a dead body yeah Bella's she looks right like there that. like a props to them i guess making the the makeup look good but like i don't i just don't get why she would choose herself. this right because it's not necessarily even abortion because it's an undead baby vampire creature thing that i mean it's not but like you don't know what yeah she doesn't know what this demon thing on. is like because she's clearly dying from it yeah and even now like if the mother is dying before the the term can be brought upon like mm -hmm. in terms of like an actual human human thing like if you're dying from your pregnancy they will take steps to like stop that from happening if you won't survive to bring term you're gonna kill you and the baby yeah so like that's that helps no one you know yeah so the people take steps in that situation to like help the mother so maybe at some point in the future you can have another child again but like we, we can try again <laughs> maybe yeah but like maybe. this helps no one if, if if you're literally gonna die before you can even give birth yeah, so like you're both die. I think Bella's just at this point just totally thinking about herself and this baby or demon. She doesn't even know what it is. I don't know. It's just not. I I wasn't really understanding why her decision making was. It turns out to be fine for the story, obviously. But I was like, why? I don't understand what is going on here. If this if this really happened in real life, then it definitely probably yeah. wouldn't be fine. Um, let's get to the weirdest scene. The weirdest scene ever where Jacob summons like a werewolf meeting in the lumber yard and <laughs> <laughs> all the wolves just start talking out of nowhere, but like their mouths don't move and it's all like voiceover and they're all like, uh, how could she do this? Like they're like all screaming like at each other and like she, she, they bred a menace and we must stop them or whatever. Like <laughs> we have to kill all the colons and this is just coming out of nowhere. Like I'm struggling all so of a hard they can, to keep up. You can hear what they're saying to each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like just, they're having a conversation. It's so cringy. And how I'm like, how did you guys know? But I guess that Jacob knew. So they all, he told them all in his mind or something. And you just said they weren't a threat, but now they're back. It is a threat. And now it's breaking the treaty. And now we have to go kill them all. Even, even, even before she even gives birth, we had to kill her before well, she even only, gives birth. It's only a threat because they don't know exactly what's inside of her. <laughs> such dumb motivation where it makes no sense and like her choice affects us all like they say something like that like they're enemies we fight tonight like it's like tonight like this is really you just said they pose no threat you, you literally last night just said they pose no threat but okay um and he tells him like oh the black werewolf sam is like oh stand down jacob you know and B jacob looks like he's bitching out and standing down and he's like you're gonna fight with us tonight jacob and then Jacob then decides to randomly fight back. He's like, I am the grandson of the chief or whatever. And then his body <laughs> just starts to like rise up. And then the other one starts to go down. And it's just 
I don't know what the hell is going on. It's just so such a weird voiceover. I I'm so uncomfortable every time I watch this scene. Me and my sister just bawling, laughing. Like the voices, it's just it's horrible. It's not <laughs> because the voiceover is going over the wolves still doing wolf things of like growling and like like it's just like you you hear that on the same level as the voiceover so you don't know who's saying what or where the voices are coming from or which wolf is even which yeah but on top of that their voices sound so stupid so it's just it's so uncomfortable (laughs) it's just like it's not a good time they i don't know what they were thinking i can you imagine like editing all that filming that and be like damn this is hella cool the wolves do look better in this one than they did in the other ones they do the cgi looks better but hearing all that like after you filmed it as like a producer or whatever and then you just put it all together and i just can't imagine them being like yeah this is tight like this is hell like this cool. is gold we're getting an oscar with this one like, yeah oh hell no that was the <laughs> corniest cheesiest shit it was I- so quick it was such a quick turn yeah um jacob basically is like i'm the chief now i follow nobody and runs away um and when he heads off to go warn the call and Seth and Leah go join him and much to Jacob's chagrins, like, oh, I don't need your help. I don't want help or whatever. Like, dude, accept the help. They, they're they joining you. What do you mean? Like, no, you can't. Like, whatever. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, dude, You're being... stop being such a dick. Yeah. Like, it's, you just fought back to the wolves and now you have help. Being even more toxic here, dude. <sighs> I don't understand. I want to help you, but nope. You're going to be an asshole about it. <laughs> I think he tells them, like, oh, the co- I can't trust you guys with the Collins because you guys hate the Collins, whatever, because they're vampires. And in the, vam- the, the other world, Leah says something like, well, even even though you don't want me here, I'm going to still follow you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Leah, you have more than just two choices here, following Jacob or not. Like, you can, you can just go, go home. Do your own thing. Like, you don't have to, like, fight home. vampires or whatever. You, don't, you have more choices than this. Like, people Girl. might want to be your friend. I don't know. You don't have to follow this guy. <laughs> Girl, go home. I mean, like, isn't the reservation pretty big? I mean, I'm sure she has it right. She has She's got friends. stuff going on. Like, yeah, I don't. I just don't understand. I feel like the werewolf stuff would have bigger things going on than what these vampires are doing. Other than Bella. Yeah. It's literally all circled it's around all about Bella, her. The most boring person in the entire universe. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jacob and the Collins plan for their, like, attack or whatever. Uh, and he basically tells them that Sam knows that they're, that, the we the, the Collins know that Sam knows that you know that he's coming or something like that. And he's like, well, I know that she said this, said, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but they're not gonna they're not gonna do a head on attack anymore because I told them that you're coming now. So we're just gonna wait for their opportunity to attack you guys when you guys leave your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is the vampires haven't fed in weeks. They haven't gone hunting, so yeah. they got to leave the house sooner rather than later. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna get some werewolf on vampire action scenes. Like, let's go, and uh, we don't get, really get it. <laughs> And I'm I mean, you get it for like a split second. Very quick, yeah. It's really disappointing. I was like, "Oh, you're right." It's the we're finally getting the. Mm. I mean, were you that disappointed? Were you really that surprised that? I mean, it was only for like a split second. I guess not, but I was really hoping, like, okay, maybe, maybe we'll get something cool, you know, and just this once. This is one time, <laughs> one time, David. One time. <laughs> <laughs> one time, David. Uh, we see Bella's kind of getting ultrasound. We find out the fetus is breaking her bones, yada, yada, yada. Her ribs are broken. Oh, Ed- and she looks horrible. Terrible. She looks even worse. And Edward has rightfully good acting. He's like rightfully anger- angry at this point. Like, you're not giving me a choice, Bella. You're not giving me a choice to like, oh, you're going to have a-, a son to raise now. And he's like, you think I can love something? Like, okay, well, Edward, don't don't be an abusive father now. Because don't say that. Yeah, that's not, we don't need you to be emotional. But like, at least the guy's giving emotions, like as a conflicted husband would be like, you're, your wife's dying in childbirth type thing you know yeah um bella basically says like well uh 
I, no, I think Carlisle says something like, the fetus is going to kill you before you can give birth. Like, your heart will give out before you can give birth. And and Bella's like, well, I'll just hold on as long as I can. Yeah, like, no, 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 you're not listening to me. You'll be dead before you can even give birth. And, and they're all told her that there's no amount of venom that could bring you back from that. There's just certain things that venom can't bring people yeah. back from. And this is one of them. <laughs> and she's still like, well, I'm just going to hold on. I'm like, I'm strong. No, no, there's no holding on. It's not like you're like, oh, well, I'll just fight harder. Like, you're not fighting harder. There's nothing you can do. You're it's just, inside you. Like, what are you gonna? You're not gonna put on boxing gloves and be like, oh, I'll, I'll stay one more round. Like, it's just like, endure it. I mean, like your body's giving out as it is. You, you literally look like you're gonna die, like right now. Yeah, your body will give out. It's like you nothing like your brain can do can she, stop it. She looks like she died five days ago. <laughs> and they still haven't told her dad, which is so fucked up. Poor Charlie. Yeah. Um, we also see like her trying to get a bath at one point, and it's just like, oh, it's it so looks cringy. Oh, it's, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, not good. Um. I think at uh, some point they kind of get like a. Well, th- this could have been a cool concept to explore of her, like, an unwanted child type thing with Edward and all this other stuff, and her not wanting an unwanted child or something like that. But they never, it never really comes up. It's just like I'm gonna be a fighter harder vampire girl and it'll be fine. Um, I think at at some point around here they figure out the solution to her problem. It's like oh. The baby must be thirsty. Let's feed her blood. Oh, my. So gross. And uh, they fill, like, a styrofoam cup with, like, type O blood or whatever. Oh, God. Make her drink it. And it's, like, dark red, like, thick, like, slushy. It have, like, a taqueria cup or whatever. Oh, my God. Don't ruin taqueria cups (laughs) for me. I can never drink horchata again. And then she says, oh, it's good. No, it's not. Uh, You're drinking blood. That scene makes me want to throw up every single time I see it. I'm like, huh? I'm so, so uncomfortable. Gross. But I guess they solved the solution of her not being able to hold food down but I feel like with her swallowing blood. I, I feel like they should have solved that problem a long time ago. Like, how did you not know? Like, you know that thing yeah. inside of her is at least half vampire, and vampires crave what? They crave blood. So I, I feel like, how did they not know that? Like, they think it, of this, yeah. I mean, essentially, I feel like that baby that's inside of her was sucking or draining her blood which yeah. is why she looks like she's gonna die or she is dying how long is her pregnancy they don't specify they don't specify because it, it's it's really quick because i mean they graduate the last movie the next movie has like christmas and and renesmee's already grown up or whatever it's to a certain point in the next movie so like this has to be like summer fall like that, um, how, how quick a pregnancy is my assumption is maybe at most two to three months yeah at most for sure it's it's not it's more than a month and like, the, and like, you guys aren't Googling anything? Like, it's like, oh, we don't know what to do. Like, Yeah, and then they just show that scene right there where Edward was barely Googling. <laughs> <laughs> She's already, like, almost two months into her pregnancy. Like, it's 2010. Like, we have Google now. Like, <laughs> he, They showed him barely Googling vampire child or immortal child or whatever that was. And, like, dude, really? Like, it's you're so, barely Googling so this. So weird. Like, you should have been Googling it on the way from Rio de Janeiro to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, the whole plane trip. Yeah. <laughs> How are you not Googling You can't this? expect me that Carlisle doesn't give you guys all smartphones in 2010 by this point. Because, like, you guys are filthy rich. You have own a private island. Like, come on now. Um, I think at some point, Bella calls her dad about the Switzerland thing. And his dad's like, what? no, 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 you're not going to Switzerland. Like, he has, like, a rightful reaction of, like, a father. Like, what are you telling me, Bella? And she hangs up on him and she lies to him, like, the whole time. He's like, you're better off not coming, Dad. He's like, wait, where are you going? What? What? And she like, I'm hangs okay. Up. Just pretend I'm at a spa. Yeah. When you close your eyes, see me at a spa. Or she says some dumb shit. Yeah, like no, that. that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, and, and as a dad, I'd be right for like, what the hell's going on? And I would immediately call the, the wife or the ex, 
my ex-wife, if I was Charlie, like yeah. the mom, like our daughter's like with these. I don't. The mom's now that you think about it, the mom's totally out of the loop. We don't see her at all. Time. Yeah. Like she's not calling Bella. Where are you at? Like nothing. How's the honeymoon? You, nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Because she doesn't care. That's so sad. So sad. Look at, look at, look at. She looks like she's dying. Oh my God. <laughs> she looks like she hates we, life. We have it playing in the background and she's like about to go in the bath the bathtub and she's just, Ugh, all, she just looks skin awful. and bones yeah bruised up like you know, maybe you should have been a vampire this whole time or something that happened but <laughs> or maybe you should have just lived your life without edward and <laughs> maybe you've gone, gone to college maybe, gone to college, maybe yeah. you should have an- maybe you should have hung out with anna kendrick more <laughs> <laughs> maybe but, maybe you could have gone to barton college and been one of the barton bellas but except your name is bella so you couldn't have been a barton bella <laughs> Uh, but that night they have the vampires need to go hunt. They have to plan cause they haven't fed anything. And then I think Carla was like, Oh, don't worry. We'll manage. I'm like, no, aren't you going to feed on her if you don't like, yeah, you can like, lose yeah, your, you're shit. Gonna lose your shit because you guys couldn't hold it together when there was a, a paper cup, but now you guys can totally find with her drinking a styrofoam cup full of blood. Oh, exactly. Right. So, like, you guys are totally fine now. It makes no sense. Um, but the plan is for Jacob to go distract Sam and the other vampires or the other werewolves while they, some of the vampires go hunt and get some blood or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Jacob does that and he meets with them and he's like, Oh, take Seth and Leah back into your tribe and exchange. I'll kill the, the vampire when it's born. They trust me. I'll kill it. You know? Um, and is that actually the plan? Because like Jacob comes back into the house later on looking like he's going to kill the child after, Um, after Bella dies. Like the music is like intense, like seemingly like he's going to go kill it. I don't think initially that was his plan, but I think, I, I definitely do believe that when he went to go distract to go distract the other werewol- werewolves, um, that was all set up. Like I'm gonna pretend that I'm gonna kill the baby and da 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 A B and C to distract. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him to go kill the vampire child because after Renesmee born, he's like, get that thing away from me. Like he says that, and then a- after after she dies, you know, and he's like, oh, you did this, Edward. He goes outside and mopes, and then he like gets angry and goes back inside. And yeah. he goes straight to where the baby is. So I'm like, I think he was going to go kill the baby. Probably. I mean, but at the same time, I think that, um, I mean, obviously we know he doesn't because he imprints on her. Weird. Mm. Uh. <laughs> but I think that at the same time, I feel like he probably wouldn't have um, just because, you know, that is half of Bella. That baby ends up being half of Bella. And I feel like ultimately, I don't think he would have been able to do it. But we know that Jacob doesn't give a shit about Bella because he, he literally abuses her every chance he can. <laughs> He abuses her because he loves her so much. I love you so much, Bill. I just want to punch you in the face and eat you. We're like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> oh, God, this scene. Oh, God. We, we finally get some action scenes, though, with uh, two werewolves are fighting the vampires that are going hunting. I was like, all right, cool. We're finally getting some action scenes. But the sh- way it's shot is just, it's so dark and edited super fast. You can't really see what's going on. What it's is so this disappointing. Like? Battle of the Bastards? Dun, dun, dun. Battle of the Bastards is good. I know, but you, you mean can... Battle for Winterfell? Ah, Battle for Winterfell. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, that, that one's one. good. Can't see shit. You can't see what's going on. Like it's the same thing with this. You can't see what's going on. There's like there's werewolf punching and stuff, and then at one point they're like punching and fighting, and then they jump across the river. The vampires do, and the other while Jacob is distracting the other werewolves and the two werewolves that were following them. Like, oh, we missed them. And it's like, <laughs> wait, so the Colons live on the werewolf territory now? Yeah. So, like, the land specifically where the Collins were living on was the werewolf territory? So, the writers or who, they don't specifically show us, like, the outlines of... Um, the territory yeah, boundaries. Yeah, and I feel like that would have been something really useful and interesting to see, but they don't. Also, why would you, why would you sign a treaty with, like, oh, if you cross our land, you you die, 
but literally you live on our land. I mean, they're, they're it's so like integrated, so it's, yeah. like, it's very weird. But um, I feel like I really definitely think the writers or um, they should have showed or explained exactly what is their land and what's their land and like and the annoying thing is that when they're fighting a common enemy whether it's victoria or um volteri Volteri, um all of a sudden the (laughs) treaty just thrown out the window like and it just it doesn't make sense and then something that bothered me in earlier movies was um when victoria was jumping in between the two lands and like they would get mad at each other for like landing on the other person's land for like a yeah split second really guys like seriously you guys have a common goal here you guys are so annoying and the werewolves don't jump to the other side even though the vampires are jumping from side to side yeah you guys can't jump from side to side we've seen you jump farther like (laughs) they're they're sticking so much to the treaty that they just can't even jump to the other side so even though the guy literally said fuck the treaty like i don't care about the treaty yeah (sighs) but back of the house we're nearing the end of the movie we're, we're thinking of baby names for bella and she's like, oh, if it's a boy, I want to call it Edward Jacob Cullen. Ugh, so Ed, Eddie Eddie Jr. is what they're going to call it. I want to call him EJ. EJ. <laughs> Ugh. But like, why would you name your child after you're like, you're two fuck buddies? Like, it's just like, <laughs> that's not, no, 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 no. And if it's so a, awkward. If it's a girl, they're going to name it Renee and Esme mixed together. So Renesme. <laughs> Weird name. Both horrible, horrible names. Weird name. Ugh, Renesme. Ugh. Do you think there's anybody named Renesme because of this movie? I really hope not. And if your name's Renesme, I blame your parents, not you. You sound like a wonderful person. <laughs> because like, because of now after Game of Thrones, there's a lot of kids and babies named Arya and Daenerys now. Are you serious? Yeah, and Danny and like for a little girl. If I ever get a yeah. child in my classroom named Daenerys, I'm gonna like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I hope your you parents don't. are nerds. <laughs> I can I fuck with them. <laughs> Uh, the conversation is very short-lived, though, because as soon as, like, Bella, like, drops her styrofoam cup of blood, her back, like, splits in half. She's like, ah! and it's like, it's like a horror movie, like, how weird it looks. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is creepy and weird and horrific, like a vampire movie should be. Yeah. So I was kind of on board, even though I don't really like horror. So Ugh. I was like. It made me so uncomfortable. What the hell's going on? She's so skinny and all you hear is bone crack. I don't, I mean, I personally don't like that. So I was like, Ugh, yeah, Ugh, I'm so uncomfortable. I don't like it. It doesn't correlate with the rest of twilight at all but like i'm down for vampire movies being gross and creepy and like horrific because they're vampires you know what i mean they should be monstrous and like weird and like oh what the hell you know bloody and gory you know and this scene of her like giving birth is like the best probably one of the best scenes in the whole franchise in the in saga because it's actually like kind of like oh fuck well i don't what the fuck's going on? You know, like, yeah what's gonna happen like this is creepy and like like how are vampires gonna react when blood when you're all right, so Ashley, I'm a guy, right? <laughs> so I haven't had a child come out of my uterus because I don't have one, you know? But, like, I'm assuming when a woman's giving birth, there's a, kind of a lot of blood going on. Am I am I right in that assumption? I think so. I mean, I've never pushed out a baby. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like, in terms of common nomenclature, I'm pretty sure it's a bloody affair. Yeah, for sure. Vampires are totally fine doing it. I know they had to take him out of the room at some point, but like, wouldn't that be just overwhelming of just so much blood coming out? You know what? Rosalie, is it Rosalie? Yeah. I know it she comes does, up a little bit, but she does have to leave the room at some point, but you would think there would be more blood considering she was giving birth. I mean, it is PG 13, so they're not going to show that much blood. Oh, but they but showed like, Edward breaking the bread, the bed, but like from a paper cut, they, they all like lost their minds, right? From yeah. A paper cut. But like, this is like, 
oh, this is way more blood than a paper cut. Yeah. And, like, even just being out of the room, I don't know if they – because, like, Bella can sense blood from, like, miles away. Like, mm -hmm. you think just not being just out of the room would be enough. Like, you'd have to be far away to resist it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you do make a good point. I think – um, again, I think the writers pick and choose when it's going to be a big when deal and yeah. when it's like totally okay to have a whole bunch of blood out. Um, and the surprising thing is that this child has actual blood running through its veins and the vampires aren't tempted to bite it mm, mm -hmm. at all and at no point in this movie or the next movie. Yeah, you're right. Very interesting. <laughs> well, they're like, well, she's half. It's like half uh, racist. Like, it's like, well, it's like uh, she's half. She's, she's half <laughs> acceptable. It's okay. She's half dead. <laughs> she's so half she's, dead. Wait, wait. It's so fine. she's half vampire. And she has blood running through her veins. Does she have like half the amount of blood? Oh. We're, you're asking too many questions is basically what it's going to come You're, you're going to make too much sense if these, answer, if these questions were answered. <laughs> um. They get Bella on the table because she's in labor, basically. And Rosalie, like, literally grabs, like, the, the knife and starts to cut her open for a C-section or whatever. Because Bella, like, <laughs> I think Bella yells, like, get it out of me! <laughs> she just, like, starts to yell. I think, this is, I think this is such a total normal, like, woman in labor thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> get this alien out of me. Um, <laughs> they cut her open. It's Edward, Jacob, Ash, a Alice, and Rosalie yeah. are there for the, for the labor. And we get like cuts and flashes of blood and cutting and screams and stuff. And it's very good. Right. And, but they had, Alice has to take her out of the room after they cut her open. Cause she's like, cut her open. She's bleeding. Really yeah. Crazy but yet she was not unbothered by the gallons of blood she was drinking, but okay. But it's a ticking clock now because she's been cut open. Blood's pouring out. Yeah. Edward has to go and grab the, like, I gotta go get the baby or whatever. I have to grab it out. Um, and we see like Edward cutting and stuff. And I think at one point he puts his mouth down there to like cut her. With his fangs or something. Yeah, like, he like ripped. We, me and you were both totally caught off guard by that because we were like, "What is going on? Why is his mouth down there? Why is he spitting out like he just bit something?" Yeah, and I think they're about to show her right now, so I guess we could look at it real quick. So they take Rosalie out. Edward approaches Bella. Ed Jacob's talking to her. Both of them are talking to her. It's it's basically like he has to like rip it open or something. Is I'm that like, what's going on? I don't okay. know, but like I feel Let's like just... your hands would have been enough to. Okay, it looks he like, like wipes blood off his face. He looks like he's. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't but know. Why what... would he need to do that? I mean, you have the yeah, it's, surgical. It's, weird. And... it's strange. Um, but then he, then he takes the baby out. <laughs> we takes the baby out. And we find out it's a baby girl. Hey, Ooh. all right. You know, it, 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 we're all good. You know, baby's covered in blood, and uh, we see Bella like sees the baby for a split second before she like slowly dies, and she kind of holds the baby like, oh, we're missing, you know. And then uh... her eyes go black, and she like is dying. Right. <laughs> Edward's like, Jacob, hold the baby, whatever. And Jacob's like. Keep that thing away from me. Jacob, dude. <laughs> you have one she's job. She's dying right now. Like, <laughs> hold the baby for Christ's sake. Renesmee shows back up and is like, don't worry, Jacob. I'm fine now. Like, where are the baby's covered in blood. What do you mean you're fine now? Like, it's not even like inside the baby's skin at this point. It's literally covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's just, I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Too many inconsistency here. <laughs> um, are you sure you can handle this, Rosalie? Because like, it's you just lost blood. your shit a yeah. second ago. And your vampires lost it over a paper cut two Christmases ago, whatever it was. Uh, Bella's dead or dying at this point. She's not responsive. She's not moving. She's not blinking. Her heart's not beating kind of thing. Jacob's trying to do CPR, but it's not working. Yeah. Edward injects her with this giant COVID microchip needle, like just <laughs> full of his venom right in there. And why would he have it? I didn't really understand this until you kind of brought this up earlier, but like vampires have venom mm -hmm. that turn them. Yeah. And I guess he had venom in the first movie when he when he didn't he had to suck out vampire venom in order so she didn't turn. Yeah. 
Okay. I guess it makes sense. I mean, it's kind of weird. I don't. Like I want to know how he extracted the venom from his teeth. Same way as you do a rattlesnake. But I mean, his <laughs> teeth aren't like a rattlesnake. He has super vampire suction. You know, he's, he can he can suck and blow no matter what you need. You know, he's very good at that. <laughs> so did he have to put his mouth on something and just <laughs> <laughs> for a long time? Because that was a shit ton of venom. A lot he of venom. Yeah, he pumped he, into he her. He pumped her full of a lot of venom. It didn't seem to work. So he's trying everything to save her. You know, he's like biting here all over the place and jacob is just staring angrily you know making, he's telling him he makes it all about himself again where he's like i'm not gonna kill you you're gonna live with this you killed her like you're i don't know dude help out like i'm trying to save her life and you're just like how could you you're just throwing insults and yeah i mean obviously edward doesn't want her to die i mean she he's trying his best to. but like jacob acts like like oh edward flattened his favorite toy and he's like oh how could you? i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hurt you i'm just gonna make you his live wife literally just died like yeah come on dude <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so he goes outside to sulk and cry until his like tears turn to anger and he heads back inside and we hear the music swelling when i was watching it and you know and he's like approaching the baby resume who's all cleaned up now with rosalie and he looks like he's going to kill the baby yeah like i'm not i'm not putting anything onto the movie like oh is he gonna kill her like no i think that's his intention like the music's building like he's gonna go kill the baby yeah he's because all the baby killed bella right pissed off and then the ba- the music changes instantly as soon as the baby makes eye contact with the werewolf man jacob the ba- okay so baby makes eye contact with the man werewolf jacob the baby's fresh out the man is full grown and a werewolf Con- there's got context there and for anyone um because you can't see us i just took a fat gulp of my drink because um <laughs> cheers all the examples they gave us of um, a werewolf imprinting on another has been epic love stories. And then, boom, they show us Edward imprinting on a newborn. <sighs> that, what? What? How? And it, it, it's terrible because we see, like, him having a vision. It's like a f- flash-forward vision, and we get all this, like, narration of what imprinting is and what Jacob has explained printing to be from the past movies. And every time he's explained it, it's been romantic. Yeah. So he's like, oh, it's about when you, you know, you can't get them out of your head, you know, and it's like. It's not oh. gravity keeping you to the earth. It's them. Yeah, it's all lovey-dovey shit. And it's very uncomfortable because the baby's all CGI just staring at him. And he, like, goes to his knees and falls to his knees. And he's still staring at her and he's getting visions of her as a, as a, as a baby, the vision of her as a child. And a vision of her as a teenager and a vision of her as an adult. So he's like there her whole life. Yeah. Basically grooming her is what it, I'm Ugh. getting from it. Right. And as a wolf and they're together and it's just like, it's very uncomfortable. Like this is terrible. This is a terrible, why would you have this in your movie? Yeah. It's so, it's so crazy. It's like them holding hands and shit too. And it's just like, like I can, okay. I can understand that from a parent perspective. Like I can understand watching your child grow up and it being like beautiful and all this stuff. But the f- problem is, is that the examples that they gave us of imprinting all before were love, like romantic love. So it makes this whole entire issue very problematic. Even if it wasn't, though, even if it wasn't love, it's your ex, not even ex-boyfriend, but like a fling, a sum, let's say a summer fling, a summer mm-hmm. fuck buddy. I don't know. <laughs> some rebound you had. Yeah. All of a sudden now wants to bang your daughter. It's like your daughter 16 years older at least yeah and you grew up with them and your friends quote unquote at least the movie implies their friends like no 
none of my friends are dating my daughter or my son. That's not happening. Like, none of them are printing on my kid. No. And if they did, you're not. No. no. You're like, I'm not. I'm no, you're not, not staying around. And then, of course, later on, he's like, you know, I can't stay away. Like, well, then I guess. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, we're cutting like, off your head. Like <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. I'm not crazy, right? This could not have been received well. This is terrible. Um, I think, okay, at the time, I don't remember having a problem with it, to because, be honest. Because I mean, it doesn't come up until the second movie, like realizing the connotations of it, right? But uh, like, this is terrible. Like, pedophilia is, is a bad thing. I'm not taking a stand like, oh, this is controversial. Like, no, everyone agrees. No, this is terrible. I think everyone agrees now, but back then, I mean, I don't think it was seen as a big problem. I think people kind of saw it as like, oh, he loves her like a dad, kind of <sighs> weird. But I mean, like I said, the examples they had given before, it makes it like so uncomfortable. And the and way he falls to his knees too, of like, oh, I mean, like, like, oh God. I-, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I get feeling like that for a child. But a fresh out baby well yeah i mean that's i mean if you love the child i mean i can totally understand feeling like that but like i said the examples they had given us before all of them were all romantic and none of them being like a father or mother daughter father mother daughter son (laughs) dynamic at all and it just but it implies that the baby's gonna grow up and then be with him like be with him like they're holding hands and they're like oh i'm gonna like i'll i'll take care of you growing up groom you growing up and then you're gonna be my bride exactly that's my that's the whole point it's like they they've never showed an example of like someone an older person imprinting whether it's a mother or a father or like a motherly or dad fatherly figure imprinting on a younger person and like kind of guiding them and raising they don't show an example of that and so but isn't that worse though like i'm imprinting on you when you're when you're newborn i'll be around you your whole life you'll not know anyone else i'm going to practically raise you and then you're going to be my little thing. You're going to be mine and you're not going to know anybody else. And I'm going to be the one who teaches you about all this thing. Like that's kind of worse instead of them being able to be an adult and choose for themselves. I mean, not because it's imprinting. It's a wolf thing. You don't get to choose, but like it's worse that she's a child and then st- still grows up to become his par- partner Big. and everyone's fine with it. Like that's not, that's, why would you write this? Uh, they thought it was okay i, I don't know <laughs> it's like it's really uncomfortable it's like really bad well i mean they thought all these toxic relationships were okay so i mean yeah. just throw in some pedophilia and up in there <laughs> and that really is like i'm not okay with that at all like i real i really feel uncomfortable with the whole thing i'm like this is terrible and because of that i don't know if i have to move this movie down like <laughs> a whole like ranking uh, you know i mean it's pretty bad so i mean you bumping down another ranking it, yeah, it's just oh my gosh, how could you think that was okay to write in a movie? It just <laughs> it, 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 it astounds me. <sighs> um, the moment doesn't last long because the werewolves are showing up to go and attack the Collins because the Collins are now outnumbered because the half the Collins went to go hunt. Um, Edward and uh some of the other Collins are outside like oh we're gonna I'm not gonna let them hurt my family let's go fight you know, um. But they're there to go kill the baby because Bella's dead. And I think at one point they go and talk to Jacob's dad or whatever about it. Like, oh, yeah, Bella, they do. Bella's dead. We're going to go kill the baby now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and we're going to go. Fuck. He's like, we're going to go kill Jacob. He had enough chances or something like that. Right. Yeah. And he's like, no, don't. And he's like, but we have to. Yeah. Like, he's he's already dead. He made his choice or something like that. Yeah. Um. The fight ensues. And then it looks like it looks pretty grim for all the other vampires, even though like 
I feel like the wolves should have been able to take care of this pretty fast. Like you, you have them way outnumbered. Yeah, for sure. Um, Carlisle and the rest of the Collins come back at the last minute to help defend the house or whatever. And it would have been cool if the editing was better and we had better lighting and better, I don't know, choreography for a fight scene. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Just throwing that out there. They could have made this way cooler. Um, and dragged it out a little bit longer. But of course, the fight ends and when Jago shows up, transforms and is like, it's over. I imprinted on her. You can't hurt her now. It's our most sacred law. But I feel like because they hear each other's thoughts, they should have they should have been all, all able to hear that when he did it, and there wouldn't wouldn't even be a fight. I guess there was a there was some dialogue later earlier on because he separated from the tribe. They can't read each other's thoughts. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they stopped. But uh, whatever. <sighs> but like again, since when does this guy care about any laws or treaties that the werewolves have? Like he went from like good to crazy bad. Like oh, we're gonna kill, kill babies to then like oh, you imprinted on her. It's okay now. Nothing, the common thing, nothing makes sense nothing in this entire sense. series. Um, but yeah, they run off, and I guess victory belongs to the Cullens, but it's a heavy price. You know, Bella's died, and she looks you know, like what else are we gonna do? We just have a baby now, and we're gonna go into the next movie, figure out what we're gonna do with this baby, or is she dead? Uh, we see Bella's body, and it's like slowly healing its scars, you know, and we have the music slowly building and rising, and her colors are turning to her hair, dude. I remember thinking she was actually dead, like dead, dead, and then we're like, fuck, dude, okay. All right, plot twist. Okay. <laughs> and then I, that first scene right there where you see her middle core, you see her torso start filling up, and you're like, oh, oh, shit. Her hair's, oh, her hair's turning kind of an amber color. Okay. Interesting. Oh, shit. And you're watching the whole thing, and it's pretty tight. I like how they, I really did, I liked how they did this. They're showing her body come back to life or death. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, here's the thing I like, though, because we see, like, the venom and stuff and in, going into her blood, and we see her blood turning to a different color, and her bones are healing and stuff. But we also hear her heartbeat. Yeah. I don't know if you heard it, but, like, you hear her heartbeat, like, beating faster, faster, oh, faster really? as the music's kind of building. But they don't have a heartbeat. And then, exactly. But as the music kind of builds, and we see, like, the flashbacks of, like, Bella and Edward's happy moments together, and it's, like, all nice, and we, it's, oh, where have we gone in this series? Oh, we've come so far type thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the music's building as her heart is going faster and faster and faster until they both stop. So like, the, Oh, does her... Yeah. I didn't pick so up like, on that. Her heartbeat stops as the music stops, and then her eyes open to the blood-red vampire eyes, and that's when the movie ends. So it's like, oh, her tight. heart stops when the music stops. It's like, oh, that that's cool. I like that a lot. That's a you really good touch. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> but that... Because, like, that's the best ending for these Twilight movies we've had so far. Instead of, like... That was the marry only... me or uh, we're together. <laughs> uh, Ma marry me again. <laughs> uh, you just gave me everything I wanted, uh, but I'm going to still say no. <laughs> I think he said marry me twice in Twilight New Moon and Twilight Eclipse. He totally asked her to marry me each time. She's like, uh, he's like, no, no. What did no. you just ask me? Yeah. Like he was speaking a completely different language. Oh man. Look at that. Look, boom. Eyes open. Dude, I remember everyone being like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's a good ending. That's tight. I mean, that's a really good ending. I like that ending scene. Like, that, that's my favorite scene, I think, in the whole thing. It was, yeah, it was definitely it. Besides the war scene, the next movie, which we'll get to at some point. <laughs> until they got rid of it. Yeah. But, like, it would have been my favorite. Very short-lived. <laughs> but, yeah, besides that, imprinting is terrible. Like, why would that, like, that really is such a bad idea. I think this whole series was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are take four a sip. movies later take a sip <laughs> drink <sighs> but yeah that was Twilight Breaking Dawn part one it was just basically all about keeping Bella alive 
Yeah, it, I mean, in terms of the story, there wasn't much going on. It felt kind of smaller scale because it was just vampires versus the werewolf clan. And it could have been tightened up and it could have been uh, less than two hours, obviously. But having said that, I think this was 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 the strongest one. There's definitely a lot going on in this one compared to the other ones where it's like Bella and Edward falling in love. That's it. It's Bella crying over Edward. That's it. What happens in the third one? We get oh, the them battle fighting. eclipse. Oh, the huge battle that was literally less than five minutes. And then this movie. Right? Yeah. That's it. That's Twilight summed up in <laughs> a, sni- <laughs> a little bit. Oh, they showed this last edit. Uh, what is this? Oh, th- there's an after credit scene of like of the Volteri getting like a thing about Edward and Bella and stuff. Like, oh, we must uh, ask about them or whatever. Like, oh yeah, we forgot. It's setting up the next the next movie or whatever. But yeah, getting into the next one, we'll we'll get into the next one next time. But like the Volteri are my favorite part of the like. He is the uh, Arrow. Mm-hmm. He is the best part because he's like actually a villain vampire, and I like I want to see the creepy underworld. Volteri clan like, I want to see like their their dealings like in Rome and doing and doing shit but like they give them nothing to do and it really is disappointing but in terms of this movie I liked it I liked it more than the other ones I think I I, I mean I have liked them all going forward more than the previous one yeah. I wasn't as bored you know and that may be because I was either more drunk or <laughs> I don't know but I don't know I was I was getting into it and I wanted it was getting me things I wanted but it didn't fulfill them you know it wasn't like oh, oh we're finally getting a werewolf vampire fight scene and it sucked. Oh, we're finally getting some character buildup. And, and you were sucked. let down. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just kind of like I'm getting the stuff I wanted, but it was kind of let down and it wasn't good. But at least I got it. Yeah. You know, the other movies is just like, oh, I want a fucking drag. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I want, Yeah, I get what you mean. But at the same time, I felt like this movie was definitely a drag. And I just remember being like, yeah, I feel like this whole entire story could have been told within 30 minutes. I just mm, I was not a fan. Um, the ending I was told, like I said in the, at the beginning of this podcast, I was a very much of a fan um, with Bella turning into a vampire and then boom, her eyes opening and she's a vampire. Like that was the coolest shit ever because we've been waiting for movies for that. But overall, I think this movie totally could have been done within 30, 45 minutes and then just add the ending of the next movie on and boom, like that's the last movie. You're but absolutely right. It just, yeah, eh, it was okay. And I think upon reflecting on it, I don't know how enjoyable it will be upon rewatch. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to rewatch it? <laughs> Who knows? Like, why would I ever? I would no. I have no need to. I've seen the whole series now. Maybe if we all get bored one Thursday night and we're like, let's be miserable and watch <laughs> Twilight. But there's so many more bad movies. Because, like, Twilight's a bad franchise. It's a bad movie, right? We Everyone agrees that it's, like, it's not well made. You know, the the, the dialogue's funny and stuff. It's so but much fun to watch and make fun of. It is a fun time to watch and make fun of, right? But, like, we have so many other things on, a, like, a bad, it's so bad it's good list to watch. Are you going to say you know, the room? The room, the room being one of them. the room is enjoyable to watch, and like it's funny, you know, to go back on. This one's as funny as like a meme. It's like, oh, haha, I remember it, and it's fun to like make people watch who've never seen it before, like experience it. Like the clips I've had, I've had of me re- reacting to it and being like, what the, what the <laughs> hell? Like it, it's just so bizarre. Like this, the choices they make in the terms of their story, and I don't know. Upon like reflecting, I don't know how fun it would be to, to rewatch it, knowing knowing everything that comes into it i mean me and my sister watch we watch it all the time and we just laugh we this one or all of ones? them we watch oh, all, all of them, them okay. and we just laugh at the whole time at everything that's going on we're like this is so fucking dumb that so, which one's your favorite one to rewatch? 
Me, me and my sister really like the scene that's in this movie where Jacob is talking to the other ones. We like die every time that scene comes on because it's so stupid. Um, I think uh, that one's really funny to watch. Um, I think the funniest one is definitely the first one because it's just like they're so their love story or like them falling in love is just so like stupid and just cringy and just like we're like this. The, the dialogue sucks. It just everything sucks about the first one. Yeah. So when we when we watch it, we just totally mock Edward and Bella. And I'm like, I'm a, a lion chasing a sheep and <laughs> some dumb shit like that. We're like, really? My soul? My soul? You worry about my soul? You can have it. <laughs> I've said that to you quite a few times now. Just like this is how often it comes up. My just be randomly saying it. It's just yeah. So you I can have it. <laughs> It's just, oh, the whole thing's horrible. And I think just the dialogue in the first one's really bad. Um, the first one Edward I can see Bella. watching as like a fun, so bad it's good type thing. But like the whole entire series, like, okay, we've been there, done that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't need to get to four movies in. We kind of, me and my sister and I and my mom sometimes, we kind of just sit there and we're like, oh, let's watch the Twilight series. But we only get through maybe one, one and a half movies. And we're like. Because <sighs> yeah, you're not really watching. You're just kind of like, we're let's have a fun the, time. Yeah. yeah let's we're waiting like, for the fun. funny parts that we can make fun of. Yeah. Bella's facial expressions, her making her no sense. terrible <laughs> acting, oh her my growling. God. You guys, if you're listening to this, you need to look up uh, TikToks on Bella's acting. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. I, she had nothing. They really gave her nothing to do, and I don't think she was talented enough to like. Get the, I don't think the directors gave her enough to like. Okay, act like this. You know that she all she didn't give her anything to do, so she just had, just, dead face. But I don't think Kristen's a good act. Kristen Stewart is a good actress outside of Twilight either. Like I've seen her in some other stuff. And she's miscast. Yeah. I don't think she's a good, like I really liked Snow White and the Huntsman. Have you seen that? Yeah. With, I really liked that movie a lot, but Oh, I fucking hate her character in that movie. She, I feel yeah. like she ruins the whole movie and she, I feel like she carries her character in Twilight into that one kind of a lot, like mm-hmm. with like her facial expressions and like just the way she's acting. She carries that on into that movie. And I, I can't stand it at all. Yeah, it's not it's not I don't I've only seen that thing like one time. I, it's not good. I think that that movie is just because of how much money Twilight made. Like, oh, you're you're a big star. Kristen Stewart, you come be Snow White. I feel like that's all it was, you know. And, and it, they had good actors in that movie. She has a really good movie where she's like at Guantanamo Bay and she's like a guard. Uh huh. I don't remember what it's called, but she's she's OK in it. Like, I think she just she gets she can be miscast quite a bit because of this and robert pattinson seems to be bouncing back from the twilight series he's kind of going on to bigger and better things and actually doing some good acting stuff i don't know if her career has really bounced back from this at all like i haven't really seen her in many big things you know if you guys could see me i'm kind of just shaking my head yeah like, uh no because robert pattinson's gonna be batman like he's gonna be batman like, that's a big so because jump. of twilight i'm very skeptical of his performance in batman i'm very nervous have you seen him. lighthouse I have not. That's a good one with him. And okay, well, he's in. Um, is it Save Me? No, Remember Me. I think is what it what it is. Um, I think that's the movie. But he's in a few movies that I've seen, and I'm like, okay, he did really well in that movie. So, um, I remember initially when I found out that he was starring as Batman, and I was very like skeptical, and I was very like, Ugh. oh, vampire, as vampire a, Batman. Okay, I don't like that, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, he does justice. I'm sure to it's gonna be better quality because, like, the director is the same guy who did the reboot for the Planet of the Apes, and those movies are great. 
there's, there's Planet of the, Rise of Planet of the Apes, War of Planet of the Apes, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. So those ones are like, like I'm being serious. Like they're actually good. Movies. Okay, I've never seen those, so I'm trusting you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're actually pretty freaking good, and the Andy Serkis is great in them as Caesar. And I think if that guy's helming it, like the Batman movie's got to be pretty good. So we'll see. We'll have to see, and then we'll talk about the next movie <laughs> in we'll a day or two. We'll bring you back on for, for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> when is that coming out? I think it was supposed to come out last year slash this year, but I think stuff has gotten pushed back with COVID. So I have no idea, but at some point it's coming out. I don't think the world knows. No one knows. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing with Black Widow. When's that coming out? Who knows, you know? Oh, that's right. That was supposed to be a thing. Yeah, that was supposed to be a thing. <laughs> oh, man. I like I like her. I like her, too. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? I'm excited to finish the, the last the, movie. The franchise, yeah. Let's do it. Oh man, this I think this movie was definitely more exciting than the next one. Well, mm, okay, we'll talk about it more. <laughs> yeah, the the final act of the last one's pretty good. Everything up to it is kind of like meh, because the whole movie is basically one thing. It's like gathering the team. Like that's basically the whole movie is like gathering the team up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of let down in that regard, but the battle was cool, and I mean we'll get to it obviously. But then the ending is like, what? Are you kidding me? Like I was so let down at the end. So it's kind of, this is, I guess at this point, the ending of this one was the high point for me for the franchise, I guess. Of her waking yeah, up being the vampire. You I know, think, like that's, I think, that's the climax for me, I guess. I think that was the climax for the majority of people because yeah. everyone was really excited with that one. Um, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, I was very excited in that regard of seeing her like, okay, yeah, she's um, finally going to be a vampire. But at the same time, I felt like the whole movie was a waste. And I was like, mm, I can't believe I just spent two hours watching that shit. <laughs> waste of time. Uh, thank you for joining me for this episode. We'll have you back on for next week for Twilight Part break, Breaking Breaking Dawn Part Two. For some reason, I when you said Breaking Dawn, I thought Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, that's a good series. I never even watched it, that's but that's what I thought. It's, of. it's, it's a lot better. <laughs> sure it it's a, it's a, it's a lot better. Like it's not even in the same ballpark. Season eight of Game of Thrones is better than this entire series. You want to debate that one? No. <laughs> if you like that episode, please feel free to check out the back catalog of Backtrack, where we talk about you know movies and get nostalgic about our memories and kind of break them down and talk about them. And sometimes we're drunk about it. Um, <laughs> if you follow us on Twitter and or Instagram, I have our links in the description in the top. Please support the show and your uh, podcast service of choice. You know, subscribe and like and all that other jazz. You know, I don't want to say because that's why every YouTuber fucking says. And share. Welcome back to my channel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. Welcome back to my channel. (laughs) Please like, share, and subscribe, and comment, and whatever else they say. All that jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye.